It is, this is your grandma's house. Yeah. I know. At the boardwalk, yeah. Are you uh, going? We going? We're going. We're, We're live. Um, what have you been playing this week? Anything good? Oh, Pokemon. Oh, still, Pokemon yeah. probably still. Yeah. That's it. I just finally, I have um, insanely good internet here. Trevor did like a crazy. I don't know. It, it's just the fastest thing that I've ever had. And so I was, I. Uh, played a little bit of Warzone Shocker today, but they have like a new one where it's like a new the, map because or? of the yeah new map because oh, of wow. Vanguard. Cool. So there's like it? planes in it now and stuff. Oh, that's cool. It's weird. Um, well, it was just helicopters before, right? Like, that yeah. was the only flying thing. Yeah, I don't even know if there is helicopters in it. It's it's weird. I I have only played like two or three matches because my son is sick, so I haven't really been able to yeah. dive into it. But it downloaded super fast, and I was like, all right. I'm about to play. So that's kind of it. But I, mostly Pokemon. Um, I've also done a, dabbled a, a little bit into um, Animal Crossing again just here and there because they have so like that. Back. They have that update and mm-hmm. that's like fun to like kind of – it's like adds like a new thing where you can like decorate people's like that's, homes. Becca's been so excited to do that. That's all she's been doing. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like – something easy that yeah. you can just like put down but uh, yeah i'm wait- i'm ready for something new something fun but just gotta kind of wait until all of this is resolved so the moving part i mean and the kid being sick and the kid being sick yeah, yeah. you have a double whammy there double whammy it's, yeah yeah sorry it's all good it's part of it what about you what have you been playing got back into rise a little bit so yeah again more monster hunter my freaking bad uh deal but i've just been doing hammer bros you know wham bam thank you slam uh, wham bam thank you slam no laughs from you okay sorry I just drank that horrible drink we made <laughs> <laughs> we did hot tea and rum Um, I I said I hot you should have done whiskey you should have done whiskey that's what a hot toddy is I do have brandy that works too but rum doesn't rum I doesn't eat. I just felt like it would work because uh, rum does work really well in cider because it's so sweet so it has, you have like this like really sweet drink I thought I texted you though like brandy or whiskey that would work you did but and I just didn't rum. want no <laughs> no <laughs> no so, but this tea is not what we would should use for anything really like a hot toddy is like what lemon <sighs> ginger and whiskey lemon it's just it's just lemon black tea and whiskey yeah yeah pretty simple yeah we'll yeah. try it later we can try it yeah no i've been playing some rise here and there but also i'm playing pokemon a little less a little less uh consistently now i might be slowly phasing out for a little bit but i'm not sure oh, i pokemon. think it might be just that i'm trying to let you guys catch up because i got way mm. too far ahead of you guys well you put like hours into it i got 60 hours on it now that's wild and i um, actually probably did too though yeah i mean i'm I, i've beaten the game before you hadn't yeah. So I've been putting time to that, but I've also been playing Rise again. Uh, and then I'm kind of just looking forward to some other stuff soon, maybe. Um, you know, Elden Ring is just about two months away now. And uh, yeah. I am now officially on the, um, it needs to come now. Yeah, train, I'm ready like, for it, dude. I've yeah. seen people's stuff. I, I just want it so bad. I requested the time off of work. I sent my wife out of town on a vacation. I literally am stoked to just play Elden Ring for four days straight. That's what's up. So that's it's I'm on like the anticipation phase now. Yeah. But my routine has just been to do a couple like for the past few nights has been to to do a couple hunts and watch the office at the same time. Hell yeah. So it's it's been chill. I love that. I still haven't finished Blue Reflection either, but I'm slowly piecing my way to that too. Mm. 
I'm out of Hurry up, dude. Chapter seven out of ten. So it's just such Wait, a, it runs off of chapters? There's ten chapters. Huh. I mean it's all I mean it's not like you're barred from anything after you progress. It's all it all it's all in the same location and it comes mm-hmm. down to the same hub world. Okay. There's just like ten chapters that you go through for story beats. Gotcha. But it's it's good. It's really good. It's uh it's it's a very Sailor Moon esque. Yeah, I want to play it. So when, yeah. I, that's what I was saying. Like when you're done, I want to play it. Yeah. That paper the Didn't you say you got a game called Loot Hero or some shit? I got Loot Hero on Loot Switch. Hero. I, uh, Is it good? It's good. I just wasn't feeling it. Oh really? I, I got you, it. You got I, it, and you're like, oh yeah, nah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't understand. Was it? Can you explain the concept a little bit? Yeah. So uh, it's a it's a rogue like yeah. rogue light. Sorry, light. Light. Um, so what you're doing is uh, there's a story behind it. I'm gonna try to ignore the story part because might complicate. Yeah, just explain the dynamics. Why is it called Loop Hero? You are you get a random generated path, like a circular path, and there you have your home base on this path, and you kind of have a character that walks around this entire path in a circle, back to it, and it's time progressing, like whatever. Um, and the way to progress and level up is to um, beat monsters mm, that randomly okay. sp- that are not randomly spawn, but are all spawned on this path. As you beat them, they give you cards, and you can use these cards to add stuff to this path. Now, okay. most of that is actually adding more enemies to the path because enemies drop more loot, more equipment, like an RPG in that one sense, so more armor, uh, rings, um, swords, yeah. axes, that kind of stuff. Totally. As you go around, you're trying to get stronger and stronger until um, eventually you've placed enough things on this map in terms of more enemies, the support stuff, that it spawns a boss, kill the boss, and the run. Interesting. Um, there is a base building part to it uh, in between those runs that kind of help increase your options as you're starting out or give you kind of new things to do. And there are quite a few bosses, actually. So after you beat that first boss, there's another phase of the story with a new boss, you know? Yeah. And so you can do run after run uh, of the hat. And it, it's really, really cool. And quite honestly, it's probably one of the coolest games I've played this year. Um, but it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't grasp me. Yeah. It didn't hit so, that itch no, that you have. It didn't. For I got, bonking monsters. It didn't. You're right. I mean like, and there's tons of complexity to it, but. The, is there actual like combat or is it like story there is, based? But it, it's all based on a timer. It just kind of moves forward. So you're not, con- you're not controlling the attacks uh, or anything. It's okay, just. Okay. Okay. It's, so it's just like, like very a RPG-esque. It's, yeah. Well, it's also very RPG, but also very much like, um, like an idle game in one sense. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, you, you set things up to happen, and then they happen. You don't really control it during the, the actual thing. It just things are happening based on the path you're on, the enemy you're fighting, and the equipment you have. Ugh. It's cool, but uh, yeah. it, it's it just didn't get me. And But I'm 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 still fighting the um, our roguelikes really for me. And I think I think next year I'm going to try Binding of Isaac, uh, and and really kind of try to immerse myself deep in that. And spend like a good twenty hours just trying to really get into it because I hear that's, I mean I've played it before, but that's a game that really has that complexity and diversity, um, uh, kind of like how Dead Cells is. But I don't want something that's a uh, side scroll hack and slash. I kind of want like a right. shooter thing. Yeah, for uh, sure. And I don't want Spel- I don't. And then I thought about trying Spelunky, you know, but I didn't like the first Spelunky as much as I probably should have. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, says who? Just the people who like up? it. I mean, like, why oh, should it's, you like it? Spelunky's great. I just, it, that is, that's like the a tr- the truest distillation of roguelike where there is no progression except for you doing better. Mm. And I like progression. Yeah. I like to have a little more, like Dead Cells is cool, 
but it's 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 almost enough progression for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Hades was cool, but Hades also felt like it stepped it was a step backward in terms of actual combat compared to Dead Cells. Um, but the story was there, you yeah. Know? And so, I, I maybe it was fun for the story. Loop Hero, it feels like they've moved like in a good direction for progression, but it's not interactive enough for me to really yeah. stay caught. So I get that. Still trying to figure out what my actual um roguelike roguelite ideal game is and any of the ones i've played so far the most like it though is dead cells mm. which is fantastic yeah dead cells is fantastic mm-hmm. but we'll talk more i'm but that's i want to try binding of isaac more and, and see if that's like a that was a really good sip of this drink by the way i just had that felt really good so now you're getting into it your body's like accumulating <sighs> yeah i mean to the it's to, almost to like the rum tea yeah. Do you like coffee just just plain black? Mm-hmm. So you like the bitter coffee. So that's why yeah. I feel like like I that like prepped me for this shitty tea drink. You know, mm-hmm. it was like just black coffee. Like I can relate to that. But there's a weird bite to this that's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, there's, there's a weird bite. That's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it's just like, like this. It's like this. It sweet, almost is like you're chewing a root at the very end. It's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> which is the, weird. The, the 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 tame parts of the sweet part in the tea or whatever. It is. That's a weird phrase. The the sweet part in the tea is in the sweet part in the rum in a pretty gross way. Yeah, that's. I think yeah. that's what it is. I think it's like the the alternative sweetnesses that are just yeah. like kind of nasty. Well, Thunder Goose podcast. What's up? What's up, baby? <laughs> Take me out to dinner. Uh, Luke and Joel here. Uh, I'm Joe Byron. I'm Joe Byron. <laughs> I'm Joel Byron. And I'm Luke. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, the fall animes in December. In December. It's pretty much winter at this point. Yeah, yeah? we're getting into winter. We're getting which to one point. of ours, I guess, crosses over it. Oh, two now. A couple of them do. Into winter. Yeah. Just yeah. two, I think. So, so Mirko, um, Far Away, and Comey all end? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think all of them have twelve or thirteen. Yeah, it's by <clears throat> Mirko's twelve, and then I think Comey's twelve or thirteen, and then I think Far Away is also twelve. Far Away's thirteen is as a, is it? It's twelve numbered with that seven and a half in the middle. Oh yeah, so you're, 13, right, you're right. You're but right. There's up to number twelve. Yeah, so that's fair. Uh, I would not assume that episode that anime will get more based on how it's been playing out. But you we'll, don't we'll, think so? Yeah. No, I, I, think I, so I think it probably needs more to actually feel like a good anime. Yeah, but. I honestly might read the light novels of it because that's you what know, they are, and so that yeah. seems like it could be kind of. I'm, I am curious. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, I was gonna say it feels like the end of the arc this week, and so now there's two episodes left. Like, what yeah. are they gonna be able to accomplish? Is there gonna be a second part to this? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's what I feel. I'm like, don't you guys know that you probably aren't getting it? Like, you might you wrap it up, like do something cool. But yeah, we'll see. Platinum end episode eleven. Plapisode, plapisode, plapisode beloved. Um, your own worth. Your own worth. Your own. Is that worth. what it's called? Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. Yeah. The, again, I I just want to applaud this anime for doing at least one thing right. They uh they are keeping the story connected episode to episode very cohesively. Interesting. Um, that's the one thing, huh? That's not the one thing. I'm sorry. That was very cold. <laughs> I was waiting for you to kind of bounce back and say, what the hell, dude? Uh, uh, no, but so they've, been, they've been very good about keeping the story um, continuous. Like yeah. They haven't been jumping around too much, and it's been good. Uh, but if you don't remember last week, um, Saki got Hajime, our uh, assassin with the purple hair, with a red arrow. 
Yes. And so we're picking up right after where we like where um where that happened, where he's trying to accept his feelings for Saki being like the priority Except and not me. not his loyalty to Metropolitan Man. And uh and based on the intro of this episode, uh his Senpai? his feelings <laughs> his feelings for Saki win. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Canada, our Metropolitan Man, notices yeah. something's up with our boy. Hajime. Yeah. And we're going to call him our boy right, right now because I was right last week. Dude, you were. I was right. So I'll take Luke's it. Luke's always right. That's not true. Now, I, uh, it's not true, but I feel like you've been pretty right for this anime. I've had some good wins. Except I've for had, the cool story that yeah. you made up that's not a part of this. Yet. I know. Yet. Yet. That might be. I just kicked that. Sorry. That's, well, that's fine. Did I spill? Uh, no, no, you're good. Cool. It's what? Yeah, you're good. Um... <laughs> I was just checking. Sorry, I was trying to make sure that the tea didn't spill. Thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, and so we we kind of move on to um, now that, and I, I need to make this clear. Hajime has decided to kind of side with Saki, right? And so he like falls in. Well, okay, you're kind of skipping over that where he feels right. He like starts to really understand uh, yeah. the feeling of love. Like baby. he discovers. He's love. never understood it. Like that that scene was crazy dark when it's like the dad like beating up the mom. And then like he's like, I'm so happy I'm alive now. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I guess it does reinforce how terrible of a childhood Hajime. Yeah, had. so he's just never he never has understood what love is and never understood even what, his parents. Yeah. That's like, yeah. that's the point. Well, that's what really. I mean. Yeah. Ever from anyone. So I think like this that's the whole thing. Where I I don't know what your thoughts are, but pretty much Hajime gets to this level where he's he used to want to die. And then he, now he's just like excited to live because because even though he knows that he's red arrowed because he's a part of these rules and stuff, he has an actual sense of feeling like now that he never had before, and so he's thankful for that. I yeah, it, there's so that's one. That's not how I interpreted it. I think your aspect is totally valid. How I went to it was oh my gosh, this is what red arrows do to people. It is like this yeah. red arrow is this is how it manipulates people. That's what I went to. And I was kind of saddened by this moment of him, you know, falling for Saki too much. Yeah, but so I think you know, do you know I'm what I mean? Curious. Like, I, I wanna be I wanna be I don't know if we'll ever even get this. Well, yeah. I guess it's gonna keep going, so we might get this, but again, I don't I I don't know if I believe that he's gonna survive this and oh he's not oh no fuck dude i no. need to move this like um our boys die in this right. episode this next episode probably yeah, and sure. i don't i don't i i fully expect it to happen and i do not i would not be surprised me neither uh if yeah. it did happen obviously because nah. i'm expecting it to happen but i wouldn't you know like there's no way hajime becomes some kind of uh like long-lasting character like he's gotten a better intro than girl a and any other candidate yeah but it still felt like a a rushed you know, it felt quick still, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, that's true. Which is yeah. sad because I kind of like him, especially yeah. more for this episode. Yeah. He, yeah. This episode, he became someone that you like. But yeah. yeah, let's get into it, I guess. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. uh, oh, you want to do it? No, no, you have Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the premises, but basically that he, wow, this is a freaking wait, sentence. Wait, wait. Thing, I so. do want to say one thing, though, before we jump into, oh, go into Polyman noticing. One of the things to get, um, to get his attention is Saki puts her butt out. Oh yeah. And I thought that was I, I laughed super hard because I was like, it's just like 
Weak, weak, comical. Weak, like, yeah, it's like this. It's yeah. like a dog or like a. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's comical. She's behind the tower in midair and she just sticks her butt out in the tail. And that's what gets Hajime. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm going. Um, so Hajime ultimately decides to um, side with the woman he loves, which is Saki, because he's been red-arrowed. Yep. And to slowly transition to betraying Kanada. Um, and so Kanada realizes that something's wrong with him or something's up with him because yeah. he's been red-arrowed. Yeah. Uh, and says, what's going on? And then Con- and then Hajime ultimately resorts to saying, oh, I have to go to the bathroom because yeah. <laughs> um, he wants to go talk to Saki, right? Right. And so he pulls off his earpiece leaves Kana's ear that, that Kana's talked him through and then goes fly over to Saki. Uh, then we have our intro. Intro time. Intro time's good. Still fun. I think it's probably the second best intro. This uh, lot of five that we have. Uh, and I still don't think Demon Slayer's intro is that good. I tried. I tried again. It's okay. I love it. Okay. It's still high on my list. Oh, that's fine. You, you, you know what's funny is I re-listened to the last one, and I get why you like that one more, but I also feel like it's mm. still really close in the same vein. Like it, when I like listen to both of them like back to back, I'm like, they just have like a little bit of a different like vibe. They do. I but, mean, they're, they're different tones. Yeah, but it's just I get it. I get when something's so good, and then you're like, well, this one's not as good. Yeah, but and it's hard. I guess it's hard to beat things that are that good. You know. But also, like, I mean, I, I'm, all I'm trying to say is, that, like, Garanja, which is, I think, what the song's called, by Lisa is her name, yeah. is a pretty good freaking intro song. It's and, a great song. And regardless of whether you like the anime or not, the song is good. Yeah. It's not referential in the actual anime itself. So there's not, like, a moment I can tie it to, which is, like, good, too. It stands on its own to some degree. Yeah. This new one feels like it's very referential to the entertainment district because it feels like a nightlife song. To me, it feels like a party song almost. I get that. I know we're not talking about Demon Slayer right now because we're in the middle of Platinum End, but yeah. we got to this point, so we got to have how, we oh, you talk did, about because the intro. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, <talk about> <laughs> of we'll, course, we'll, 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 we'll get to it later. Okay, we're gonna move past that. Um, so Saki can uh, ultimately what happens is Saki convinces Hajime to try and release uh, Mukaido and um, Aya and Nanako and Mirai. Yeah. Um, if my voice sounds a little like lost, I really apologize. It's a little rough today. My apologies, listeners. Rough and tumble, baby. Probably should have mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. I'll, I'll match you. I'll just talk like what's this, up, boy? dude, baby. Yeah, what's up, my dude? What's Let's talk up? about Joe Barber. Joe Barber. Joe Barber. Buy me dinner. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so Saki convinces Hajime to release the four of them from the glass dome that is way too conveniently located in this dumb theme park that's abandoned. Right. Well, they so, built it. Still dumb as shit. Yeah, sure. Still dumb as sure. shit. And there's sure. no way to get around that. Like yeah. it's no matter how this thing came to be, it is dumb that it exists and it, for this purpose. Yeah. So I just want to make that entirely I mean, clear. He's a millionaire and he has bombs and does all this technology. So I must. I, but they still even haven't even explained where he has money. Yeah. But so he's all. It you also, just know he has money. Do we know why Tommy Wiseau has money? No. No, but this isn't about time wise though. This is about Canada, dude. <laughs> this is Japan, bro. Anyways, uh, so so um, there's a line that uh, Hajime says, and he kind of refers to himself as Canada's ex, or sorry, Metropolitan's ex servant, yeah, which is kind of like the actual uh, vocal con- or or mental confession, whatever it is, from Hajime that he has decided to um, serve Saki instead right. of Pulleyman. Definitely. So we so like the dumbass he is, which this is 
again, I shouldn't say he's a dumbass, but you have to like come to to come to me in this and talk to you about this because like he starts to attack the dome with a sword as if he doesn't know what this dome is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's been at this dome. He like he lured them to this dome to get in. Right. I feel like he would know something about how this dome opens. Right. And and oh, I almost just fell. He he literally watched Makaido uh, shoot it, and it didn't break. Yeah. So th- like like yeah. Yes. And and so when he goes down to attack this dome with his sword as the way to open it, I am. I I don't I have cringed harder than a lot of things. I can't say some of the things I've cringed harder on because they're political, but this is a very cringeworthy thing. Right. This right. is very embarrassing and this very stupid moment, and you get sucked completely out of the world and story because of this stupid thing. It doesn't make sense. Why would someone who probably has knowledge of trapping someone in, also having seen guns not work on it, start attacking someone with a sword? Yeah. Again, I'll be honest. We're going to have different opinions on it a little bit because I'm just like hooked in. It's on, a means to an end. Yeah. Well, I was like hooked on just the family being okay still. Like yeah. my mindset's just like in that. I'm like, <gasps> so like I'm like, oh, cause, but, uh, but I will say this. I did pause it in that moment and I typed, what is he doing? Yeah. Because what it, is he doing? It just doesn't make sense. You're like, yeah. well, why would you do that? Like if bolts won't work, why would a sword from I mean, a skinny freaking homeless kid work, you know? It works. It does work because ultimately what happens is Hajime gets his sword stuck in the dome, but not in, not until Kanda realizes oh, this is bad and flies out. Well, he's like, I'm going to come and I'm going to kill you yep. and everyone else now. And um, the- Dude, did you? Okay, let's talk about this real quick. So you remember he flies out of his tower to go kill uh, everyone? To go <laughs> like, finish, yeah. To go finish the job this, and stuff. Yeah. And then three other people shot after him. I was like, oh, shit. Is this going to be like another fight where he gets attacked? And that's why I they thought it was a trap. Oh, dude. Instead, I was so excited. But instead, it's um, the alternate uh, opposite. of a It trap. might be the lamest thing you, to ever really? happen in anime possible. Dude, that, that is not true. This is pretty shitty. This is just introducing characters. Bleach did this shit a this, ton of times. Yeah, this is this is bad. The characters they introduce, especially the guy gets the bald military dude yeah. weapons, and well, no, even worse. So is the bio weapon chick. Of course, like th- this is bad. This is embarrassing. Yeah. There is no part of me that can understand why someone thought this would be a good idea. Like this, this, this episode makes me think this show is not worth watching anymore. I'm wow. not joking. This is terrible. I cannot believe I. I literally was in my office today at work watching this, and and like. I, I wrote down, um, <laughs> this is lame. This is lame is something I wrote down about this. Yeah. But, okay, so explain maybe like what's lame. We'll get to that because it's, it's mostly about the terrorist girl. Bioter- the bioterrorist girl. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to it. You just get so angry at horny. So there's three people that show up um, <laughs> with, with uh, Canada. Uh, I, okay, so... Okay. <laughs> so there's a so these four people show up and uh it ends up being like a four v four scenario with uh Mirai with um Well no, it was a four v two at first. Well it was Saki and um oh sorry, I skipped over that. So Saki yeah. and uh Hajime up top, mm-hmm. uh Kanda shows up shows up with all four. Uh but not before he gets the sword stuck in the dome somehow. Right. Um I think ahead. I think Mirai notices that somehow 
uh-huh. while they're flying in this dome. And then and he pulls out after more flying, bullets. By the way, after flying, I mean, to make for a straight day. Two days, If maybe. not more, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, oh, hey, look, there's um, a sword or a blade into the freaking glass. Let's shoot that. Yeah. <laughs> so they shoot it, shatters Boom. the dome. Shatters it. Uh, and so then um, uh, Mirai and Mukaido kind of show up also, but they they have the... But they have they, the family. They have Aya Dude, I was so nervous where I was like, oh, shit. Is it, cause it's like a handicap, mm-hmm. right? I, that's all I wrote down in my notes before right. everything went down. Whereas I was like, well, now it's 4v4, but they have a huge handicap, which is the family. But, but then... Um, this part's sick. This part's really sick because Ravel ends up being the trickster. Yeah. Uh, but r- based on Ravel's talking, uh, well, so we f- we f- we they point out something about Mo- about a uh, Metropolitan Man is that whenever he's at a disadvantage, he'll run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's only gonna stay if he thinks he's at an advantage. Uh, and so Ravel kind of challenges him on that and says, "We should just withdraw, you know, since we're both at we're both good enough to fight, you know." Yeah. And so he makes it seem like. Uh, the good guys are strong enough to take on Metropolitan Man, which challenges Metropolitan Man, and he says, nope, I'm into this. We're going to fight, and I'm going to kill you all. And so it's kind of like a play to keep him, or at least to check him, and uh, in a way of pride, keep him there, right? Yeah. So l- cool little moment. Uh, Ravel kind of still, Ravel somehow being the angel of emotion and the trickster, you know, mm-hmm. and acknowledging that in this episode too. Yeah. Uh, so that's a cool moment. I like that a lot. Um. But then, because of that, Connor says, go, "I'll let you. I'll let you go and put down your daughter and your and your wife, and then we'll do this mono mono, or we'll do this like real people." Yeah. And so, because of that, um, Mukaido and Mira are able to go drop off uh, the daughter and the mother of Mukaido over at the church, um, which is cool. Because yeah, I did. I did like. Honestly, like I was like super tense, and then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna let him go," and I was like, "Okay, like that's." It seems kind of more fun to me where this is, I think towards the end, I might be on more on the same page as you, but I, I felt like I was like, cool. Like we get to see some like four on four, like actual action. They, like the, we they, get some of that. This everyone, which is true, which is cool. I think it's pretty fun. Um, but I don't know. It, it, I, I think I'm with you. On, yeah. On this. And there, there, there is a shining light, or there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think in this episode, like there's a a hope in this episode. There's something good about this episode. I think that yeah. like could redeem it in the future. However many episodes are left, I don't have high hopes for it because this show has proven to be shitty in a lot of its explanations <laughs> and uh, and how they designed it. But we'll we'll get to that. Um. So I just also want to say that when they shot the gun at the ceiling and it shattered the roof. Somehow the katana flew up all the way into the air where everyone is right now, and Hajime catches it. I mean, it's so like, can't you ever just enjoy something that's like kind of like just stupid but cool? It's it's the most anime ass thing yeah, in the world, right? It that's is. what I'm saying. Like it, we're watching an anime, though. It's still, I don't know, right? Like, like, like Death Note was an anime, but it was yeah. an anime that was that was it was more serious. Was driven by intrigue, intricate world systems. Yeah. Um, it's also just a fucking notebook. You put people's names in and they die. But the way they detail that and how you have to how you can detail it's very impressive. Yeah. And, no, and how is. far they stretch it. Platinum End has introduced a concept and then it's been threadbare and they've just been stretching it and stretching it and introduce and then they adding bullshit things into it too. You know. Yeah. Like there have been really awesome revelations, like how using the arrows as daggers basically right. to defend yourself. That's rad. Yeah. But there's also just been some dumb bullshit of like, like what? 
I'm thinking about it now. Okay, SP. <laughs> but like, it's like, 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 like the utter convenience of anything that happens for anyone in this I anime. Mean, that's true. It's, it's, that story, it's, though, that's not necessarily. The, but I guess the it's lack kind of, what you're of just about. blowing everyone up, if you can do that. You know, and and having proven to done it, the yeah. weird the weird sexual boundaries they've drawn and approached. You know, what where with girl A and oh yeah. you know just so uncomfortable and and also just the, because of this being a red arrow like a, it, a, of the ability to coerce, it just approaches some kind of uncomfortable areas in terms of sex. You That's know? true. That's definitely um, true. Yeah, so, problematic. And and girl A is the perfect example of that. You know, yeah, and thankfully sure. she's it's gone and over and. Even that was kind of shittily brushed over and quickly brushed over. Yeah, it's you like know? she's here, she's evil, and now she's and now she's dead. blown up. And yeah. you don't you, you don't even <laughs> oh, get a, okay. you don't even get a confirmation of her body. It's just gone. So you assume that she's been blown to bits, but you don't know. Well, she comes back and she's the real because villain. this no, maybe, kidding. but this this anime has been so shitty in terms of like confirming death or fully explaining something or giving something some breathing room to really be like a. A concept and like girl ace death is an example of that it's like you built up a character for a whole episode you got rid of her in a second and you didn't even like confirm her death she just just the building blew up and she was obviously on it but the only discussion about it was oh she was in the building too huh yeah i think i'll only be mad at that if they don't conclude that at the end like if yeah, they, well, cause like there's a part of me that still thinks that she is alive, but I don't that, know how, but how that's long shitty dude. Oh, is it? Cheers. That, that was terrible. It's like Oh yeah, we're just gonna confirm it later on for you guys. That's that just sounds like oh you forgot and had to tell us something in the end. Well no 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 no. I, I feel like what it would be is like what my mindset is that she's not dead, right? I would so hope that's not. that's what it would be prolonging. And in my in my mind, I'm just like, okay, like yeah, like she's not dead yet, and so that's why they're not saying anything. But if she is dead, then it's like a red herring of maybe she still made it, you know? Yeah, I just but, feel like this it'd be par for the course for to actually be dead. Yeah. Oh, for I mean? sure. I think she, you know, honestly, she probably is dead. Yeah. Like, like it. it <laughs> this anime has just not been. I don't remember. Do you remember how many days you can get be red air for? Is it thirty three? Oh, it's thirty three. Okay. Well, then she. Mm, no, three or four days. There's ago. no way. You think this was three or four days only? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well then, yeah, she can still be alive. But again, sloppy. They haven't really been good with definitions of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they're back at the church now with the parents, and yeah. Saki kind of explains to. And this is such lame. It's just so lame to me, but um, Saki ends up being the one to kind of tell Nanako and Aya about nice catch joel almost drops his ipad and catches it midair nice job dude <laughs> it's not an ipad it's microsoft surface oh, okay it's the surface my my <laughs> b um <laughs> asshole so <laughs> so saki ends up being the person that can to tell uh nanako or no is aya the the mom or is nanako aya is the mom yeah tells aya like oh um mukaido was fighting against the evil in this world and it's just as much of a bullshit explanation as he gave her on the stairwell. Back yeah, the place. It, it does suck that it, it's also her. It's like Saki, not, you Mukaido. know, Mikaido, like doing it. Mm. Which I'm like, why? Why did they do that? Did they think that they would be like attacked? I don't know. And why don't they it's, get him out there one, I, like both together? 
it was just it was literally just one at a time. Which again, maybe is because a two maybe. two v four is a lot. Uh, it's like a hundred percent they're gonna die more than three v four. You know, so maybe that's why they were like doing that just in case they were to like pull a fast one. But yeah, I mean I they know. they move with the speed of light. It would take them three seconds, four seconds. Um, to probably get him back and forth, but then Saki decides to explain this as if this is a time to to to, to do some exposition, because this is not yeah. the time to do exposition. It's exposition time, baby. But that's just, that's what we decide to do. So yeah. stupid as hell, but whatever. Uh, we move on back to the scene above the broken glass dome. We have four v four. There are four people with Canada. We'll explain them really quickly. But we'll first just, quickly, I, real quickly, first. No, it's three people with Canada. Okay, there are four people total, including Canada. <laughs> Screw off. Okay. Uh, and then Math. there are four on the hero side. Now, those four, really quick, we'll do this. Um, Hajime. 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 Hajime, our katana-wielding pretty boy. Uh, Saki, uh, Mirai, and Mukado. They're all ready to fight. The opposing team is Canada. Uh, this war dude who's like really into weapons, has guns. Mm-hmm. This lady who is like an evangelion villain yeah kind of huh like yeah some there kind you of go. weak ass gundam villain with her tits hanging out and then there's this small kid in shorts with a trump mask yeah uh and a i trump mask i thought it was donald trump mask or, or something I think like it's, that i think it's just an like a a statue mask. it's just real dumb but, but yeah <laughs> it's real so stupid it's, there's no way that they did a trump mask because they, like people would lose their fucking minds so uh, that, you should look at the country rule comment section oh, on and the everyone episode, is saying that and someone actually goes is that a trump mask <laughs> <laughs> which is why i'm calling it a trump mask that's so funny but i don't think it is i think it's just a statue it's the dumbest shit i've seen I, oh my god well, i we don't know i don't know what that kid it, is up no to. it doesn't matter what that kid i don't give a shit that this is all terrible this is all terrible this is this this whole moment. But why? Can you explain? Should be why? awesome, and they developed the three, the three absolute worst side villains possible. This is these but why? because of the shitty tropiness of okay this very this bald this bald sure. military guy who's not smart enough, and neither is Canada apparently to realize that guns don't outpace angels and their wings. So dumb idiot. Um, well, he's he also, also was red arrow, so why would he know that? Because Connor knows that, and Connor does. Does Connor know that? Yes, Connor is way smarter than everyone yeah, here. Yeah, fair. Come on, dude. That is a good point. Um, he he's even comes. I still feel like he's gonna win this battle, but so this dumb, this bald military dude who's just fight, shooting guns ends up losing pretty bad. But this bio bioterrorism girl, which feels like just does not feel like in place with this anime at all. Like it just doesn't feel like she fits in this mold. It doesn't. Yeah, it is a little out of left field that um, it's they're like, oh, he. Well, are we gonna get into it? We we'll get into it, dude. Just get into it. It, it. This is all one big scene in the end. Yeah, so. that's fair. I mean, yeah, this, this is pretty much over. So, I did. I so real quick before we get to her, I do want to talk a little bit about the fight when they have against. But it's pretty much just Hajime versus um, this dude, this bald dude with guns, um, and he's like flying around trying to get him. But then he's amazing really animation, by the way, super good. Which again, I feel like they will do more I in hope. the future. So the one episode out of freaking eleven, eleven. <laughs> well, yeah. The, I mean, obviously, we're, we're at fight territory, right? Yeah. Then they're just gonna stop fighting next episode. Just if they the, do, the animation's we're done. only been good, I guess, when at the tower fight and this fight. So. Yeah, it's just fights. That's what the yeah. main budget goes towards. Um, but yeah, I so I liked though that they were like angels can like lock wings and then like like so they use their own wings to like. 
like so I think it was Asaki and Mirai grab hold of his wings and t- like take him down yeah. and then Hajime comes up and like again I'll be honest this is really stupid he doesn't kill him he just cuts his arm off which I'm like dude you are in a fight to the death which all of them are, we kind of brushed over this too which kind of sucks we'll get to it but you no know, that was before they even started fighting was the red this? arrow huh they red arrow each other well yeah I mean, I'll do that real quick if you want to do that part Well, first. then also them saying, Saki says, you can kill him. Yeah. So I'll get to that real yeah, quick then first. Yeah, let's do that. So uh, before the fight begins, the heroes all come to each other and they look at each other. Uh, Saki tells Mirai a secret message, which I'm sure is just, um, we should better arrow each other. If not... I'm horny. If if it's not what she said... Like, what? If that's not what she said, then I don't give a shit because they're doesn't matter yeah so so then they all red arrow each other um it's like in a triangle kind of strategy but yeah. like it's like one, one arrows one the other arrows another it's like the whole like um uh weapon triangle from fire emblem yeah it's like a circular thing so that they all kind of love each other mm-hmm. uh, but because of that they can't get rid of themselves by the bad guys which was a smart decision um which i wish the show had more of that but it doesn't so uh they i'll do that and then I, I put down what the animation because it, it seems to be like Haj, this gun guy and Hajime go and duel while everyone's watching. But then the Mirai and uh, Saki uh, use their wings to bind up this gun guy's wings so that he can't fly fast. Right. Um, which, um, which then Hajime comes in and cuts him's arm off and lets him run away. But that also begs the question of why did everyone else let this happen? Why did the well, bad like guys? Whole, I mean, watch dude, this you and can't, let it happen. You can't attack this if you like Bleach and you like One Piece and all that stuff. Think about all the times where everyone just Would fucking you, just stands in the background and lets people. One just Piece explains why that is. Bleach is terrible too. You're right. I agree with that. Okay, that's how Bleach is. But yeah, One Piece I don't, explains I don't that Bleach is terrible because I think of just... a pirate's pride and that the fights are supposed to be one on one. Okay. Um, and very rarely would you ever inter- would you ever interrupt a fight in, in One Piece because it's supposed to be very honorable. But yeah, uh, this is. This is not that. This is literally life and death with high schoolers and right. a couple adults. <laughs> yeah. And apparently now bioterrorists. But those who are high schoolers, there's no like. Kanada is not proven to be an honorable person. Okay. Yeah. I don't understand yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. talking about here, but Kanada is not proven to be someone who's honorable. I get he you. He will just kill a, a. He'll kill a kid in high school who walks out the room. Okay. He's wild. He's done that. Still wild. In yeah. high school and got away with it somehow. Like. <sighs> Kanada, well, it's pretty I, easy. No one can see things. He just went like this, and then she died. No one would believe yeah. that it was him. Fair enough. Yeah. Even even then, it's we hear nothing about this shit. Anyways, so so this scene where everyone kind of gangs up on this bald military dude, and no one helps his military dude, yeah, is kind of bullshit. Right. Like this would have been Connor's opportunity to get behind someone and white arrow them while they're holding down some guy with wings. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been like it doesn't make sense to me because there's just so many openings and windows to get the good guys killed yeah. and the bad guys aren't taking the opportunities. Right. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Cool. Because that's literally the recipe for this show is that the bad guys lost because they're dumbasses. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have won by now. Well. <sighs> Yeah, otherwise they would have won by now. Yeah, you did, dude. You're salty on this one. Like, I, I, I have uh, this. This episode really soured this anime for me. Like, yeah. I'm like this anime still. Yeah, but holy crap, these past few episodes have, have like been it. pissing me off. Like, it's just the absolute sloppiness and um, lack of attention towards like 
a decent like coherent story is just frustrating because they're, they're, it's all here all the parts to be good are here and it's just like they're you they're it's just trashy it's just not good yeah um, i get you I'm so with you. they cut off this bald dude's gun guy's hand he they then they then give him the opportunity to run away so he runs away which i thought for sure Connor would probably kill that guy if he did that yeah but well don't they die they no. die who dies if you red arrow someone and give them wings and and stuff, don't they die after they are done? William, I I don't remember. I that. can't remember. I thought that there was a when when girl A showed up, there was actually something about that, and now I might retract what I said about her being alive, regardless <laughs> if that's I, the case. But I, I, I can't remember. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. What I will say is this next scene that happens with this this bioterrorist lady is the absolute dumbest shit I've watched all year. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's a lot. It, this is pretty stupid, dude. And this is this is <laughs> this bioterrorist lady with her her awful villain outfit and her super cleavage with scars in her boobs from yeah. some kind of testing. She probably something. I don't know. She's apparently a super clever bioterrorist scientist lady, and uh, and so she pulls out a vial with the most deadly virus in the world, which is how she talks about it. Yeah, which is pretty dumb. So then she also pulls out a rat that she has with her in a test vial and shows yeah, that was pretty stupid. Shows the effect. Like, where of was she keeping that? The virus on the rat and the rat. That blo- butthole got a lot of space. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, and then she pulls out a rat. She shows them. Oh, here's the virus on the rat, and it blows the rat up in the guts after getting poisoned. <laughs> yeah. Also stupid. And then she says, if I die, this virus is released. Also, if I press this button, this virus is released. And you're like, you're the main villain. Yeah. Not Canada. Right now, you yeah, you will <laughs> yeah. kill millions of people. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, what is this fantasy final fa- this final fantasy bullshit scientist <laughs> garbage going on? Like what what is this? This is terrible. Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah. Um, and that's how the episode actually ends, Joel. I wrote down, this is lame. And then the credits rolled. So you wrote, this is lame twice. Yep. Wow. This is awful. I, well, the first time I wrote... What was the other one? I thought first you were... time I wrote, I, this is kind of shitty. Oh. And then I wrote, this is lame. <laughs> the real life of Walter Schmitty. Walter Schmitty. Um, yeah. I, so it's funny because... I definitely didn't like this episode. I feel like maybe this was my least favorite episode of this week. Um, but I was still pretty hooked on, um, I think, just wanting to see where it would go. And then I did like the fighting, even though it was kind of stupid. And Well, the pros for me are the combat. Like the animation, they actually hiked up the animation for the fight. And it was yeah. actually pretty. Yeah. They put some good. high frame effort into there. Yeah. Hell yeah. But then I do like everyone was kind of tropey. Um, Hard tropes. And then the woman, yeah, I, I mean, th- to me, it still made me go, oh shit. Because the whole thing is that she says, we can kill you for now and then everyone lives. Or like, and so it's like a million lives versus four lives. That's what I think the writers are, ta- are trying to show is, are you guys willing to, as, um, as like, even like God's candidates, are you willing to die? yourselves 
afford the millions of people who will die, or are you going to fight for maybe something that's better and allow it to happen? Here's the deal. This show doesn't have the balls to do that. Dude, I hope that. so. We know this show's Honestly, the Honestly, what if it happens next episode, and dog? No, this show does not have any kind of freaking confidence to actually kill off the entire world. So this whole thing It's of, not a whole world, it's just a million people. Okay. It doesn't have the, it doesn't have it. This show doesn't have it. I can't this show can't do that. No. It won't. It doesn't have the cojones to do that. Hey, so, hey, you know what? Like I think it's gonna happen. No, dude. This show is not that, that would be this, so if nice. it did that, if it did that, this show might be good actually. But <laughs> The fact if there is a massacre, I would like the, the fact show. that no one stick to your guns and do something. If you're going to introduce something as if you're going to introduce the most powerful, stop her, dude. the most deadly virus in the world, then fucking give it teeth. You know, like I don't, I don't want some kind. They of did. Bull. The poor little rat died. Yo, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, it's just terrible. It's, it's such a bad plot device, dude. Yeah, it's so it awful. Is. It feels lazy because it's right? not going to get released. If it doesn't get released, it's not going to kill a million people. It's going to kill four. Or, or just Mukaido. It'll just kill Mukaido somehow. That would I don't be interesting know, dude. It's just real dumb. Way, it's yeah. real dumb. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, that too. I'm with you. Yeah. So you so you liked that episode? Uh, it was one of the, actually the best one this week. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh, no, this was probably my, my least favorite episode, but only barely. Wow. Only so, barely. Uh, Far Away Paladin, episode 10. Renowned glory. Yeah, and uh, it actually goes right into the intro. Uh, there is no intro <laughs> scene before the intro. Yeah, hey, you know what? Yeah. And I will say, this episode, in my opinion, was one of the better episodes this week. Oh. I, I, I like this episode a fair amount. This episode honestly reminded me of um, this show called Far Away Paladin. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> Frick, man. <laughs> Damn, I'm a farmer again. No, uh, yeah, just, I, I agree with you. It felt very... Um, there was a lot of politics. Po- politics. politics. A lot of politics. Dude, a, but guess a lot what? Of, um, guess what? what, asshole? You were right again. I was right you again. Fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> so I was right last time with with um, with uh, Pot and the Men because Hajime became a good guy. Right. Whether it was... I mean, definitely not the right way, I think, but he was still yeah. turning into a good guy. He still did it. And this one, I was right because Bishop Bagley is definitely a really good guy. He's a really, really good guy. Not a bad guy. So Dang, dude. I cannot believe I I it. honestly felt like, dude, Bishop Bagley might be one of the better characters in this anime now. Oh, for He's sure. really good. I like him. Yeah. Kind of an asshole up front, but super like, asshole. Kind of cool. But yeah, but there's a reason why too, and he, I feel is. like they do a good job of explaining that. There is. They do a really, and that that was what I was saying. The thinking though, not saying thinking, they do a really good job explaining the um the hierarchy and how this temple's like actually managed. I totally. was really impressed with that. Yeah, same. Episode starts. We get our intro right away, and then we get right back to where we ended this last episode. Yeah, or the before this uh, episode nine. Uh, where uh, Ethel, Ethelbard, Ethel, what's his full name? <laughs> Ethel something? Ethelor? I don't know. I just called him Prince in my notes. Prince Ethel. Prince Ethel. He says, I might also consider killing you to Will. And I don't know if you'll remember, but just a refresher, Will kill the dragon by choke slamming it uh, impressively. The Lord of the City then invited <laughs> yeah. him into his presence and wanted to talk to him and congratulate him and give him a gift or a reward. And then uh, Will countered with saying, "Well, this is the gift and reward I want, which is I want to be able to build up my own army under under your uh, or um, with your approval. Mm-hmm. That will go and fight demons uh, without realizing that yeah, he just asked a um, a leader of a country if he could build a rivaling army that's stronger than his. 
under his supervision. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, super <laughs> sketch. A little bit of a no-no. Um, which Will does actually realize in this in this talk about, oh gosh, I kind of just challenge his power, you know? Right. Um, but it all ends up uh, kind of culminating in Bishop Bagley barging into this meeting. Yeah. And uh, and getting really mad at Ethel because, uh, and this is a cool moment, I, I think, because it kind of reveals the jurisdiction and power dynamics of the state versus the church. Right. You know, like yeah. the traditional American approach of state versus church, right? Like who, what, what authority lies with who? Yeah. Uh, in, in this world, and in, in White Cell especially, the church kind of has ultimate authority over people it deems as patrons. Correct. Or people that it recognizes right. they, as they, They're as almost untouchables to some degree, or or if they are, you know, yeah. touched, then there's going to be... Like, like you, yeah, that's kind of what it is. I guess like, like a they're under the law of the church, and like they're protected by the church, and mm-hmm. so the state has no... no I, I, it feels like jurisdiction. It almost yeah. feels like... Um, well, you I, just have I'm no kind authority of nervous of, to use this analogy, because I don't really <laughs> know, but just... How I think America has given what like Indians land right like sections of so land and then they have, they their, have own, their own sovereign territories right for sure. and then there's I think police they have their own police mm-hmm. that is different there are tribal police right yeah. so basically right. I so guess, it's, in my yes. mind it's like that like you have the both right like because like federal still deals with things within the realm of that but then it's like hey like we're dealing with this is our our problem and our people and we're doing this so there's a good delineation of uh, power which i like that was very interestingly discussed um and uh, or or kind of drawn and i thought it was kind of a cool thing because because bishop bagley is pissed at ethel when he comes in mm-hmm. he is livid with ethel yes um because ethel has taken one of his patrons right right <laughs> so uh comes in kind of mad uh, so then Ethel actually goes, well, no, I, now that you're here, this is perfect. Because what I was thinking of doing with Will is thinking we should do a joint uh, thing together where we both have authority over him and we knight him yeah. as a knight and a priest or the combination rule of that. Paladin. Yeah. Yeah. Which we all know where this is going. Uh, before, <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> oh, no way. This show went there. Uh, well, then this situation right here, after all that, resolves with Bagley going, let's go, Will. We'll think about it, you know. Um, which yeah, because they do say they'll yeah. split the profits 50-50. Yeah. Whatever, which, on, again, on what's the, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, on his ventures, I was like, okay, so you want... <laughs> so like, you get like a cut? Of yeah. like that's a, It's so weird, yeah. But. There is a lot of cool moments, and then like a lot of like weird non-sequitur like well, lines. Well, again, it's just that world, right? So yeah. maybe they, have, they haven't like talked about it to, for, to us. So. Yeah, thanks for explaining the power system. This show does that, where it explains something, and then Cliff hangs you on it. And they did yeah. it last time with... Um, or no, it was Paladin, Paladin Men I was thinking of, because they did it with how like, Ravel was getting knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of crap where it's like, well, thanks for telling us you're going to do something and telling us and, how you're, and then not telling us how you're going to do it, you know? Right. Where but then like, they did show us. important thing. Yeah, eventually. They show us the next episode, dog. It's still like a big, a big thing to say, we're going to no, do this you're and wrong not explain we're going to do it. No. Because <laughs> they literally showed you. Whatever, whatever. You just um, hate that show right now. I don't like that show right now. I really don't. It's, that's pretty fair. <laughs> so we're all walking home from Athol's, uh, the prince, um, and it's the sunset, and it's uh, Bishop Bagley, Manel, and Will, and then Bishop Bagley's uh, quote-unquote daughter, Anna. Mm-hmm. There's a cool moment there where um, Maneldor and Bishop Bagley are fighting back and forth because that's yeah. just how that is. Um, yeah, they're like, what, what, aren't they arguing like, because of 
I guess just the realm of barging in and like, you know, we had everything under control and he was like, no, you didn't. Like, you don't understand. Like, Probably. How, yeah. I don't remember what it was about. I can't well, I remember. I was laughing I can't, yeah. about it. Me too. Uh, I was laughing at how Will and uh, his daughter were having yeah, like, a, like a nice conversation yeah. and then they were just yelling at each other in the background. Yeah. It, and it gives a brief history about how uh, <laughs> Bagley came to this town mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of his people and she was one of them. Yeah, a bunch so, of like orphaned kids. Orphaned that, kids. You know. Yeah, and she's one of them basically. So she's not his blood daughter, but his daughter. Yeah. Uh, so there's that moment. And then um, this ends with uh, Bishop Bagley telling Anna, okay, we'll need to get Will set up for some things and make sure we'll, we'll talk more after evening prayer. Uh, Will then goes, what's evening prayer? And then there's yeah. this kind of dramatic moment of what? Yeah. You don't know? Yeah. Do are you even quote whoa, 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 holy baby? Nah, dad, you a sinner, dude. Slap you that a ass. sinner, dude. And so it goes on from there to the church with just Will and the bishop down the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bishop is the perfect prayer. Uh, like his his he prostrates perfectly i guess i don't know i will prostrate you uh, will makes a weird comment saying he's really good at praying in terms of his posture and i was like what the what is why what does that matter like like, no i haven't seen something like that since mary yeah and so what does it what what does it matter because you do it so often whatever okay um and so it doesn't hurt your back yeah that's fair and so (laughs) then so then we have um a moment where the bishop kind of explains. I think we talked about this last week, but about like like abusing your divine protection. Yep. Uh, and how uh, and this is an interesting thing because this is definitely like a lot of religions do this. But the bishop Bagley goes and makes a point and says, "Hey, dude, so like you're a champion of this god, right?" He goes, "Yeah, okay. Well, then, so when you are given benefits or blessings from this god, what you would want." to happen is that when that's used or utilized, you want to be able to give that God glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for me, and this is the best part I think was, it was Bishop Bagley explaining why he never uses his blood divine blessing or why we haven't seen it or anything, you know, totally Bishop Bagley goes, I have to get shit done in this church. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not pretty, right? I have to bribe. I have to discuss with people and negotiate and barter. Yeah. That's not pretty for a clergyman. Yeah. And I'm not going to use my blessing if that's what I have to do. Someone else can, which mm-hmm. he then, um, deflects to say that, or not deflects, but he says that the other archbishop, right? I can't remember his name, but the guy that's much kinder, mm-hmm. that's the face of the church right now. He's the one that can use his divine blessing in public because he's a more appropriate face of the church, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a very cool dynamic to, and a lot more depth than I thought would be like explained about this, you know? Like it was a cool little system of authority kind of set up for this church. Yeah, and I, I thought it was cool too, like even like the systems within like every god is a little different, right? And then like how how you go about honoring them and like how again like the whole whole thing is like the god working through the person yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you know it, it will be different you know yeah so in my mind i was like oh will's doing it wrong but i think will's doing it right i think he's doing literally like blessing people healing people like everything that he's done is kind of right but maybe for like when he's using regular magic and all these other kind of things it's you're under- like mm, yeah like it's you his- need to right exactly figure it out. it's his perspective and understanding of it right and it's like reorienting him to the right position yeah i wrote Luke was right. Damn it. <laughs> uh, and so then uh, there is a moment. Did you really say yeah. that? Yeah, it's hilarious. So then, uh, so then there is a moment where uh, Bishop Bagley then says, hey, you shouldn't accept this paladinship. You shouldn't become a paladin. It's not worth it. It's almost certain death. And then Will says, 
yes, I'm going to do it no matter what. There's a cool back and forth there that I can't yeah. articulate perfectly. Yeah, I can't either. I, I just like how he calls him. I'm a fool. He's like, you're the, you're the most foolish person I've ever met. But he's like laughing in a way where it's like this joy. Yeah. There's like a... It's an affirmation. Thing where, yeah, it's an... There you go. That's perfect, dude. Affirmation. Because he, he's literally affirming Will's heart. He's affirming Will's heart. <laughs> This is what happens when Joel starts the podcast without telling me, and I'm texting my wife. And so then he says something, and I'm like, wait, I gotta finish texting my wife first. Oh, man. There's empty space. Anyways. Classic uh, Luke. Classic Luke. He's a boy. He's Um, a boy. Where the F are we? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Will says, no, I wanna be a paladin. Yeah. Okay. Now they go look for some ruffians. Yeah, we have our eye catch for a middle point of the show, and uh, Will and Manel go to the bar looking for. A crew. Um, they put a nose up on the job board. It attracts no one initially. And then there's one dude who's like, so there's no pay. There's no, it's just fame and glory and all right, this stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, like a fame and glory mission. It's like no one else would want to do that. I'm in, you know. Yeah. And so this guy named Raystov. Raystov. Who, Honestly, he reminded me. Well, awesome you, voice actor. Who do you remind you of? So, who, 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 who? A uh, brain Unglaus from Overlord. Oh, who did it remind you of? Uh, Aragon <laughs> from Lord of Oh, the really? Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's definitely he fair. He feels exactly like yeah. that character. He definitely has the hair. I was like, mm, did they steal this? <laughs> because it, I feel like the characters, even how he meets these two people, he meets the two. Like, does he meet all four of the? The uh, no, he just meets. He just meets. Well, Sam eventually, and Frodo. B, B interviews him again, and we'll go into that bullshit. But wait, what the fuck are you saying? So, so <laughs> Raystop says, "I'll that. join you, Will." Okay, and so do a bunch of other dudes, apparently yeah. too. Uh, back at the room when they're prepping for the knighting ceremony or paladining ceremony for Will. Yeah, they're chatting there. Uh, Will makes a business decision and says, "Hey, bring me when we're buying um, horses and all this shit for everyone." To equip them, mm-hmm. buy the buy the sick and hurt ones. And I'll just heal them. Yeah, that was interesting. I like that idea a lot. Um, and then he mentions Raystov, and B goes, "Oh, I know Raystov. I used to. I've interviewed him before." And so she wants to interview him again. And then that goes over the entire dumb stuff where Raystov is a, apparently a very well renowned warrior. Right. But he doesn't tell anyone he does. He takes right. a wide variety of jobs, and he tells any and he just finishes it really quickly. So Raystov's name, his legend is Raystov the Penetrator. Yeah. Uh, and That's B is I, I wrote noise noise and B has interviewed him before to try and make a better song about him right uh, and so eventually I do love it. That's like B's thing. I do love too. Like, Where it's like, like like hey, I'm gonna make some legend songs about y'all. Uh, what's the what's the hawker's name? Hawk boy. Hawk boy. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, B and him are really good additions to the team. They are for not combat reasons, right? Right, um, and it's really it's it's cool, and so B recommends that, uh, which I was very excited for initially, and then went nowhere. Recommends that Raystov yeah. and uh, Will should duel. Yeah, uh, and I was like, oh, cool, and, and they accept, and they accept, but and that doesn't happen. No, but it will be after they get back. Yep. So it will happen, it's but we won't ever get to see it's it. A dumb tease. It's going to be in season two. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely. Uh, and so they the outro then happens, um, and then as the outro is happening, we actually get our credits during a, we get our credits during a scene this time, 
in the scene is Will's uh, knighting at the church. And everyone's there, and he's in a cool red outfit, which I liked a lot. Yeah, it was super and sick. And Ethel and the uh, the more kind priest, the one that's not Bagley, uh, knight him. Um, and that's really cool because it's very traditional. It looks like they have um, certain rules to being knighted. So like like drawing your sword and sheathing it three times, mm-hmm. right? Or knighting him twice and or once on two one shoulder and twice on the other shoulder. Yeah. Like some cool kind of like, oh that's how you're doing that. Yeah. I like that. Why aren't you angry at that? That's not what do you why would I be angry at that? It's because just, it's they're not explaining to you and you don't get angry about everything but else. That, about that. See, but that's a simple they don't need to explain the details of the knighting ceremony. You hear that me. folks? Hypocrite. <laughs> no, that's that's not not even remotely comparable to the other complaints. <laughs> Screw that's off, dude. So funny though. Uh, after that, after the credits finished, then we have a discussion at night in front of the fountain after the ceremony between that uh priest and Will, and they're trying talking about how uh thank you, pr- priest, for doing this. Oh, he blessed him. That's a kind of maybe important. He, and then the priest yes, blessed him. The priest with his god of knowledge, yeah. which is uh, I can't remember the god's name. It's called God of Knowledge. It's the god of knowledge. Yeah, uh, he blesses him after that too. Right. Um, but then uh, everyone starts running up, and like all of, basically, it kind of references everyone in his crew. Yeah. Um, and it almost felt like this was the ending of the season. In this moment. Yeah. Uh, because it ends with uh, him saying, and this is how I became the Faraway Paladin. Uh, yeah. And Which I wrote, oh, uh, he's from a faraway place and he's a paladin. That's the dumbest thing you've said in your entire life and you know it. No, it's not a dumb thing. <laughs> I feel like I've said dumber. But, <laughs> but honestly, like the Faraway no, Paladin, right, right. I didn't really yeah. understand like what they were doing. I thought it was going to be more mystical. In my mind, that's what I thought. But it literally is literal. What do you mean mystical? Oh, it, yes, you're it's right. A it's a compound. It's, yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. it's based on two real things. Like he is from right. a Faraway place. from which a Faraway place and he's now a paladin. And he's now a paladin. Yeah. Which Bing is, bong. <laughs> bing bong. Baron. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, this episode I liked a lot. I yeah, did. I thought it was, it was um it was very diplomatic. Yeah. It was a lot about We did the, skip over a little bit of like Will kind of almost befriending Mel- Melendor a lot. Melendor? Melendor a lot. Yeah. Like there there was more. There was more of the like they went back and forth here and there and then I think at the very end yes. they were like, All right, you know, like I think they, they were just like kind of buddies. Well, we also so, didn't we didn't go over how Meneldor gave Maneldor gave Maneldor, not Maneldor. Maneldor gave uh, Ethel a death stare when he says he's gonna kill Will, right? Yeah, right. But I mean, yeah, you know, there's there's little interests here. Shit to talk about. There's, there's flavor here and there, but I I want to be clear. Um, that shit don't matter. <laughs> you want to be clear that, that shit don't matter. Um, no, I I like this episode a lot too. I think it, it sucks because you get episodes like this and then you know that it's probably not gonna get another anime adaptation and oh, like, another damn season. It. like yeah another yeah. season another anime adaptation. they're gonna reboot it um fire paladin reboot <laughs> yeah no, it, like, no it's, like the next year um it'll be like evangelion dude just make fucking seven what is it there's so many movies there's shows uh, evangelion movies. just had that weird uh, they had another period. one I there think was a period of time anime. though between a couple of them that's like that's a lot of time to pass over and Gosh. still try and use the same art style anyways go on 
I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was that was it. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I did like the my only qualms was animation quality. It's still garbage. A lot here and there. It I was, was like, oh man. Dead. And sometimes the lines don't feel fully drawn in. Absolutely not. And I can't tell if that's you the can style. See, there was a line in like when they were in the bar and B was talking, and when she was using her like upset voice, there was like a gap in her face. I can't and I tell like, if that's. Is that intentional? Yeah, I don't know either. It has to get through a screening process, right? And like, I mean, sure, a verifying process before it goes on freaking live TV. But if you're the writer and the screener, then you're good. Well, it's a company, not a person. Uh, So, yeah, I I don't know. It just seems a little like like maybe it's a style someone's going for because I've seen other animes use that kind of like that faded black line border strategy right or black yeah border strategy totally or style and i'm not the biggest fan of it personally yeah it's not my favorite i don't, um, I don't but it, otherwise it, otherwise it was low frame <laughs> animation there wasn't much going on so it wasn't entirely necessary but yeah nothing looked particularly particularly fantastic in this one particularly but i enjoyed the world building and the diplomacy of it so yeah cool. it had a cool world more info and it was fun yeah uh demon slayer season two episode three uh what are you is that what it's called what are you i don't know how that really applies to this episode what are you literally the the maid uh, the main lady of the house asks the demon net really yes oh fair enough there you go (laughs) so uh this episode starts with uh, a past scene, uh, like a, a one historically previous. Um, someone, what did I? Oh, see, that's right. Someone suspects someone else in this one house is vanishing people. Yeah, uh, and then that's literally all we. Well, so we see this one lady go into a room with another lady. The door closes and the door opens. The lady's gone. Yeah, just one's left over. Which I kind of thought was sick. Yeah, that lady is the Oiron. The way left over is the Oiron for a certain house, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But uh, which you know, um, if you didn't see that coming, obviously the person in power is going to be evil. Ha 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 ha! Yes. So, uh, let me get our intro, which Joel loves, but I'm just like eh, I love it. Eh. Um. And then we go to uh. The episode then goes right back to Makio, which is one of Tengen's wives, one of the three wives that he had sent out to do surveillance in this city. One of Makio, one of them, is being tortured. Yeah, held and, captive yep, by some held captive by a, a lady with a lot of ropes that look like uh, those. No, ta- not, not ropes. What is it? Or what tags? Is- they look like tags, rope, rope, yeah. uh, string, whatever. Yeah. Like a robe string, robe, robe string. Tie. That robe has to be tie. a fucking word for that. Um, we're fucking stupid, but uh, I I can't I don't know the words for it. And they might have said in the manga too, which is the unfortunate part. Yeah, but, I know. Oh well, uh, she's got a lot of those. Ooh, she's really cool, honestly. But uh, Makio is being interrogated by something, someone, or some her. Yeah. Uh, Z- Zenitsu. Um, then goes to a different scene with Zenitsu, and he overhears about how the owner of this of his house. Which I'm never gonna remember the names of the house tied to the right character. Oh, I got right. it. You got it. Uh, I might butcher it because I'm still. I'll I'll say it after you say um, it. Ogimoto. <laughs> Ogimoto. O- Ogimoto. 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 I don't know. Maybe. O G I M O T O. Ogimoto. Ogimoto house. Okay, that's Zenitsu's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's. Yes, and he, okay. uh, Yeah. No. no. Own... And and so. Uh, Wait, who's Z- Zenitsu, the lightning dude? No, sorry. What? What? That the so because you're skipping over 
like, uh, well, just like the first, they show the first house, and that's uh, Inosuke's house. Inosuke. Yeah, Inosuke. Just Inosuke. He, what the for, fuck? But he saying? doesn't say anything. It's just him looking around a corner. Yeah, okay. And then he goes right to Zenitsu. Okay, but that's the first house to introduce, baby. Okay, fine. It goes okay. to Inosuke's house first, where, where we house. think the interrogation's happening. Nope, nope. The interrogation's happening at uh, the last house we just said. Ogimoto? Yeah. Whose house is that? Inosuke's. Inosuke's? Inosuke's. Why am I saying? I, I typed it wrong. You've read I this, ty- and, you've read this entire manga. You've watched the entire Demon Slayer more than once. Inosuke? <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> you should know this, dog. Okay? Yeah. Okay, Zenitsu's house. The owner passed away two days before he got there. Yes. Um, and then he hears crying. Yes. Okay. And then we move on back to Inosuke, who is very suspicious, and he's in front of Makio's room, and he decides to, hey, why not just go in and barge in and check out what's going on in this room? Yeah. But goes in, it's empty, but it looks messed up, right? Mm-hmm. So then he notices something on the ceiling, though, and so he grabs a soup, which was left in front of the room, and chucks it at the ceiling. Yeah. And then it looks like there was a demon up there, right? Yeah. And so... This is a very funny part, I think, actually. Dude, but the, <laughs> the demon starts running across uh, the ceiling away. So Zane- uh, so Inosuke below it, the demon, is trying to chase it. And at one point, he goes around a corner and uh, a servant walks out or a dude walks out and Inosuke just socks. It is a customer. It's a customer? It's yeah, a customer. It's a customer walks Walking out. Walking by with a lady. And then he, Inosuke just socks well, him. Well, did you hear what he said? He's like, he's like, oh, you're a pretty little thick. And then he just gets his face and just obliterated just into the wall. caved in. Which I thought was interesting. Good. <laughs> Cause I guess he was just he just did an all out launch attack at the wall and then that guy happened to step right in front of his attack. Yeah. So uh very hilarious in my opinion. Uh and so then Zenitsu keeps running around, uh and uh oh, sorry, Zenitsu Inosuke keeps running, but then the demon gets away. Yeah. Um we then go to Zenitsu where he finds the girl in this room crying, and then behind him shows up the Oiren of the house. Yeah. Which is Warabihime. Warabihime Oiran is her the name they call her by. How do you say that again? Warabihime. 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 So, like, you remember Orihime from Bleach? Who? Orihime. Oh, yeah. The orange hair. Th- oh, the yeah, Hime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hime is. So, the, Hime, the, uh, the, uh, Hime is princess. Wink, 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 the wink, wink one? The big boobed one, yeah. Oh, <gasps> you said there big boobs. She's the big knockers. Uh, Hime. <laughs> He, Hime is princess, and so a lot of uh, names with royalty get relegated to that, or they get tied to that, especially in animes and stuff and manga. And mm-hmm. so Warabi Hime is trying to use the Hime as royalty and reference his character as well. Interesting. That's kind of cool. I guess you're wondering, which is when they reference later on in this episode, a lot of them had Hime in. A lot of them defined themselves as important or royalty mm. when they came in to be the Oirons. Yeah. That's what that's being referenced earlier. Okay. Later. That makes yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Uh Zinsu, uh so then this lady is not happy, but very quickly Zinsu goes, I didn't even realize she was behind me. Right. This lady has to be a demon. Right. Like Zinsu right. is a me like this is a demon behind me. Mm-hmm. And so we can and, and and he uh, seduces or deduces that he that it's an upper moon. Like no matter what. Upper moon? 
Yeah, because yeah. he says he's like it's probably upper moon. Well, the, the amount that the demon snuck up on him, because he's the hearing guy, right? So, so you know, Tan, Tanjiro is the smelling guy, and then you know, every, and then Zen is Inosuke the, the hearing. Sm- oh, well, Inosuke can do. Sensing. He has like sense, like different yeah. sense of feeling or whatever. Yeah, like, like but the, but Zenitsu is the guy that can hear very well. Yeah, yeah. So. So that was cool. I, I I honestly loved how tense this part was, but I don't, dude. I also wrote down like how young these chicks are. Well, I don't know. So Who I mean, knows? I don't know what they the are. Deal. How old is Zenitsu? Uh, sixteen or fifteen? Yeah, probably. Like they they draw people to look young. They're shorter with bigger heads and bigger eyes in this anime yeah. as a whole. So I, you're still right. These girls are too young. But it's also hard to, to put an age on things because of how this anime is with age as a whole. Yeah, I feel like they definitely. You know? I feel like they were. They remind me of like the younger girls at like the Demon Slayer corpse place, though. Yeah. So that's and why I was like, oof. Like, and this is a brothel, right? Yeah, like, it's a brothel. Is, so this is not like a, a. It's not a happy place. Yeah. So or maybe yeah. it is. Maybe it is. Maybe they're fucking partying it up, making mad I, cash. I, it's not. Yo, let me know. It's it's edgy. I'll, I'll be a know. brothel person. No, it's okay. Moving on. So uh, she shows up, scares the need to. <laughs> Uh, and then she's mad at the girl for crying, and so she's about to hit her, and Zenitsu stops her. Well, she grabs her ear and starts drawing blood. Oh, that's right. And then he grabs her. That's what it was. That's he what it was. You're arm. right, because she, she actually grabs this girl's ear, and this girl starts bleeding down her head from how this girl, uh, how Watabihime is grabbing this little girl's ear. Zenitsu intervenes, and then Watabihime backhands the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, but it stops as soon as it's a punch. What's up? It was a dope punch. It was a dope backhand punch thing. Yeah. And But then the scene ends as soon as he gets hit. Yeah. Uh, we get our eye catch for a halfway point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we move on to Tanjiro, finally, who is really good at his job. He is very efficient uh, with cleaning. Yeah. And that's all we get about Tanjiro for that yeah. part. Yeah. Is he it? asks, like, what can I do now? What can I do now? And to, to the point where like, I think the main uh, like the lady of the house yeah. is is just so pissed yeah like, like almost like annoyed of hey i don't have anything like maybe just chill relax do something else you know yeah so yeah, yeah. i will i do want so tanjiro though yeah i do want to interject real quick and just say this this episode bounces around a lot it does and they've and i'm kind of glad because they're treating it all as one continuous story not three separate stories happening at once yeah um they're blending I like it. that they're yes and i will say it's hard for me to take notes on it you know, that's the downside is that <laughs> taking notes is hard for it. I t- well, I tried. I didn't do it too good this week, and I don't remember. Uh, so next well, so next week, I tried to write down the house. Every single time it switched, I would like switch back to the house that they were in. And try. And I didn't do it for all of it, but just writing down each house, because like whichever person I'm talking about is like their house, so it makes me go, okay, here we go. Like We're in like this section, just because it is different stories all happening at once like star wars yeah no no it's like like star wars is somehow well, too the too effective the way you said that it's like it the makes three sense. ways no it makes sense yeah that's what i'm saying right yeah yeah space what the fuck was it oh jedi usually and then oh my god and then well, land no we gotta stop talking now. okay sorry we're gonna move past this <laughs> misa wanna booger that's misa Jar Jar bix <laughs> bix Judge our Bix. 
George R. Bick lighter. George R. <laughs> I forgot Bick is a lighter. Um, okay, anyway, sorry. So that Tundra has just been really efficient, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the storylines are very uh, disparate and separate, but also it, the way the show is pacing itself out is, in my opinion, doing very good in... Oh, dude, it's so sick. Tying it all. I still like this episode a lot. Yeah, it was good. It's it, it, We're getting close to the actual conflict, mm-hmm. I feel like, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it feels like we're getting close to the actual action, which I'm happy about, because um, that's where Demon Slayer shines. Is when the actions oh, at, at full it's throttle. So good. Yeah, and I'm really excited for what's going to happen because this the wet. animation in this episode yeah. felt top dollar, dude. I I feel like all of it has it's, been just it's phenomenal. Just gotten the budget I've wanted, and, I, and obviously, dude, I, and I can't wait. You know, it being the, one of the most popular animes in the world mm-hmm. is it the movie. I'm yeah. glad it got it. Well, budget, yeah. I know? mean, honestly, just from the money of that movie, I'm sure they could afford more and better. Like, like they they're making it the movie quality. I think it was the same studio that did it. it. Had I to think have been, it was right? affordable. Yeah. yeah. So so because because it, it looks like that. Yeah. I mean, just no matter what, it. I feel like even in like the basic scenes, like they're just going all out. I'm like Jesus, but sign me it up. It does. Yeah. I like it. So uh, we go to flash to an Inosuke uh, real quick. Sorry, Inosuke loses the demon. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to the look at the wall oh, dude, where he so, punched. Dude, I was and laughing. Go, oh, I was God. laughing so hard yeah. at that. <laughs> That's pretty good. They're like, I'm going to go teach him a lesson. And they walk into his room and he's like, dude, what is he doing? Like a scorpion pose? I don't know what it really is called. His, his legs are over his head and he's like trying to sense the it's demon. It's how he's, it's, he meditates, I'm guessing. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. It's a whole animal thing, right? Because that's his whole shtick. Yeah, the beast breathing. Because he's the what, king of the mountains, right? King of the mountain, yeah. His or beast God breath. Be- I don't know. The beast breath, which I can't remember what's based off of, but the only, there's no other beast Piggies. breath user. Yeah, he's the only one because he's literally from the mountains. I mean, there's no. I mean, there's no beast breathers or Hashira or other one he meets that that I remember. He is the one, baby. But, yeah. Uh, I then wrote the word Zenitsu perded. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Perded. Yeah. But he, yo, hey, yo, he perded. Bro. I don't know what I was writing. I put perded though, and, and <laughs> Zenitsu does something in the segment. But and then we go to the flashback for uh, Warabihime. Well, no, okay. So what it is is he gets up and he's like, like he's he's pretty knocked out and then the woman who hit him says he's no civilian because he's still alive after taking that punch and like the no no he got defensive in the or, oh of, that's what it was as she swung he guarded yeah in his face right and so she's like oh he must be demon corpse if he read that yeah you know and then that's like a surprise surprise she's obviously the demon yeah. right so like that, that it's one of those things where that's we all kind of knew it, and I maybe even said it last week, but she's the one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know they don't try and play. They're not trying to be. Mysterious oh no, no they're about not this. trying to hide it. No. This ain't the same as um. I don't know. This ain't some murder mystery. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of apparent that why be he may three episodes in we know who the bat one of the we know who the upper moon is. <laughs> so why right, right. uh, we then go to our flashback, which is two days ago. Which if you remember, there was a two day event before mentioned earlier about Zenitsu's. The owner of Zenitsu's house dying. Mm-hmm. And so we go to um, Warabihime's room and a lady runs in and says, "Your people are just like people are dying because you're here. Like you, somehow you're causing people to die. Mm-hmm. And it's you. Yeah. Um, which is not good um, because Warabihime closes the door behind her and then basically reveals to herself, herself this person who she actually is. Uh, which is a very brutal thing, as it turns out, I thought, and well animated too. Yeah. Um, but this house servant confronts her, 
or this leader of the house, whoever this is. Well, she talks. She gets to the point, which I thought was kind of cool, and I can't remember. I, mean, I know the manga did it, but I can't remember if it was just like one quick panel or something. But the idea of um, like the like her character has been there for forever. Like her yeah. grandmother telling her a story of someone who looked just like this woman and was young. And she was like, she was young when I started and young when I returned as an old woman. And so there's this like, yes. oh, that's, and oh, that's she, right. so that's she's right. like, who are you? That's, and that's again, and people are dying. Remember what the title of it was or what are you? Mm-hmm. That's what she says. She says, what are you? And then that is the catalyst that makes her turn. Because, she, oh, because she just said, I think you're a, de- you might be yeah, a demon. Right. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden we are about fifteen, twenty, maybe thirty feet, feet above the above yeah. the brothel, and it's a demon holding this house servant in the middle of the air, saying, "Too bad you found out." Yeah, basically. And we see what do we see? Her die. Nope, you not write down. We see the strings in her eyes, and in the subtitles, so that way it's not a spoiler. It's upper a, six. Oh, is that? What, oh, you're right. They you're right. It, you're right. Sorry. Say it right next to it. Is that what it says in the eyes? Yeah. The symbol. That. Yeah. So this is upper moon six. So this would be the lowest. This is the lowest upper moon out of the six. Shocking. Um, they're going in order. <laughs> right. Surprise, surprise. But number six is the. Is it's the, actually number one. He dies. Yeah. Well, number dead. one is the most powerful upper moon, right? right? Is that how it's it's ranked that way? And number six would be the weakest one. So, but they would all be upper moons, which means they are they are leagues above Rui. From the spider forest. Oh yeah, they just aren't in the same caliber. Not, based even, on, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Gyo, Gyo. I mean, we all watched Gyo decapitate Rui, Rui in a second, right? Yeah, it's nothing to kill lower moon, but the upper moons. This is different. Akaza was an upper moon, right? Mm-hmm. Akaza was upper moon three, um, which is leagues above this person, probably. Yeah, but this person's still an upper moon. So maybe though. Really, of, it is of, a question. It huh? is a question mark because of what we are just about to see. Because I still feel like Akaza might be stronger than yeah. most. I well, this is a conversation to have. So upper there, six, but. upper six moon, drops this woman, just drops her, and this is what the owner. This is the owner, huh? Mm-hmm. This is the owner of the, yeah. not the some, yeah, the just drops them, throws them on the ground, and this they're high enough up where if they, when they hit the ground they're gonna die. Right. So it, was, it, it just looked at as a, as a suicide, right? Yeah. So she jumped off. Yep. Yep. Um. This lady, uh, Wahibihime, goes back inside, and who who else but the main bad guy, Muzen, is Mugen in her train. room. Train. Yeah, Muzen, Muzen Train. Muzen yeah. Train. <laughs> why, why did they do that? But anyway, um, uh, yeah, Muzen's there just chilling, and he's not in his little boy body anymore. No, he's, he's in full, like, fedora-wearing boy outfit. <laughs> Man outfit, sorry. Fedora-wearing boy. Uh, and he uh, he does a couple, a little exposition with this about who this person is. I can't remember her name. Uh, he name. called her Doki. Doki. That's what D-A-K-I. it was. D A K I. D A K I. So that's what I'm going to call it forever because it's way. Which I hate because like the no, there's other ones that are also like D O, like Domo or Domu. Domo Oregato. You know, it's like there's other names in this anime that are like also D and also Demons. Yeah, like, like Demon Slayer. Like Diomen Slayer. It's like, dang it, dude. So Doki is this girl and she's the actual demon, Upper Moon Six. Uh, and he says, you're the most beautiful out of all my upper moons, and you're so strong. You've well, already- so he said, you've killed way... This you've is, killed seven... This is what I'm talking about. And this is hyperbole from us not reading, and I don't really remember anyway. But he says, 
you've gotten much stronger. Mm-hmm. And so there's a degree in my head. I'm like, well, maybe she's stronger. Then we've seen two upper moons. We've seen number three uh, from Mugen Train, and then we've seen number six. Who killed? Who? I mean, let's be real. He killed Rengoku with she, somewhat. He ease. also said she's killed seven. But she's killed seven. She's Hashira. killed seven Hashira. Yeah. Now that could be to some degree. The slightly sexist thing that they do, where it's like a woman can glare any guy and then you just kill him, which is still a little, say it one more time. A woman can what? A woman can like lure. Oh, like lure. lure! Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> lure. lure. No, 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 no. You, yeah, you yeah, made yeah, sense. No. I just didn't but yeah, get it right. Yeah, so it's kind of a more where those kills are straight up with thing. power, yeah. or were they, or was it seduced? You know, maybe it was a seduction and all thing. Yeah. But then at the same time, we haven't really. Well, that's not true. I was going to say we haven't seen any Hashira be like. But the the sound who we're dealing with right now has multiple wives, so you know. Tengen, yeah, yeah. But it seems like he's less sexual about it and more utilitarian about it. Yeah, it is Anyways, true. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. But even Tengen feels like if that's the level of sexual Hashira we have, that's not really, you know, um, I'm a sexual Hashira. So we get that backstory about Daki. He says, uh, "And you're going to become even more powerful to her, but you need to be careful about flaunting your power." Uh, right. Because if a, if a Hashira walked in, they'd be able to pinpoint you right away. Right, hundred um, percent. And then we're back in current time, uh, and and then the hit for Zenitsu lands. The actual lands. This yeah. is, and then she discuss she discusses. Oh, he must be a demon slayer because I saw him tense up and try to defend that attack. Right. Right. So she she finds out. Um, the manager, the current manager, actually calms down to he may after the punch, and it's kind of all good. Yeah, um, I thought so it was kind of cool. That. Right, which is like cool, all right, cool, simple, nice. Resolve the situation without totally blowing everyone's cover. Right, but then Warbihime just walks away after breaking down doors and knocking out someone. And <laughs> right, whatever. Yeah. She's the Uiran yeah. of the Uiran of the um of the house. So, and then we get one final thing, uh, and it's Tanjiro smelling a murky scent. It's murky. Something smells murky. You didn't watch the after credit scene, did you? You dumb. Is there an bitch. after credit scene? Yeah. What is it? Tell me. Zen is getting cared for by the girls that he saved. And they're Who saying is? Zenitsu. Uh, Zenitsu, not Zen, right? I call him Zen, baby. Zenitsu. Zenitsu. We have the only problem we have to say that is we have another anime with a character yeah. named Zen. <laughs> Zen. That's true. That's a good point. Okay, so Zenitsu. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Zenitsu uh, is getting taken care of, mm-hmm. and um, everyone's thanking him, saying, "Hey, everyone always just looks out for themselves here." So thank you so much. For, and you know, he kind of fumbles a Aww. little bit of like any man would like stand up for a woman, but I mean, any other like as a woman, I also would, you know. So he kind of okay. like does that kind of. It goes back and forth comedy, and then everyone leaves, and he's kind of like relieved that they're okay. And the scene ends with the tendrils of the the robe of the robe coming, and then it just grabs him and strings him, and it turns black. Really? Yeah, they did that. Yeah, dog. I'm into that, dude. You dingus. Always watch to the end of every anime. Or you just press the button. You just go to the button till the end. That's what I Keep do. it simple, stupid. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. But yeah, that's Demon Slayer. I liked this episode. No, I this love this a- show. I'm ready for more, baby. It's, it's one of those. It's like I'm very excited that this is moving at the fast pace that it is. They've covered like seven chapters in two episodes, three episodes. And I'm just like waiting for the actual like shit to hit the fan. Yeah, I'm very excited. I 
This is a good arc. This is a good arc. Just be good. Yeah. Um, and so this episode's like, I'm getting there, dude. I'm so close. I want to see more. So We're close. so close to things popping, you know? Mm, yeah. Kind of. So I'm really excited. Yeah. It was a good too. episode. And the soundtrack on point. So good. Outside of the I like the theme song. Outside of the intro. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Miracle Chan, episode 12. Kinda. What do you mean? Wait, wait, what? Kinda? Episode 11 and 12. Oh, episode 11 and 12. Yeah, because we messed up. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So that's not... Computer enti- messed up. Our we'll, computer... We'll play me or the computer. That's fine. Louis doesn't have to be a part of that because um, I pressed play and I think what I did was I, I cut something and I deleted it probably. All all, all, the, all to say is that last week you didn't hear Mirko Chan, which you know now we know. And this week... You're going to hear two episodes of Mirko Chain discussed, 11 and 12. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get through it. Cause, and, and they tie together very well. So Yeah. All right. So the episode 11 is She Looks. Yeah. And uh, so this episode is, 11, you're going to delete a bit more, right? Uh, yeah. I'll, yeah. 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 Okay. Go ahead. I'll kind of dive into it. And we'll probably do this uh, maybe not as in depth. We'll do it quick though. Yeah, as yeah. you know, just because we did mess up and we didn't do it, but at the same time, this would cut into a lot of a lot of time and you guys and in us to to kind of go through it uh, fully. But it is very important for episode twelve. So we see um, it's kind of like a a flashback to a little boy who we find out is Zen, cute who, kid, super cute kid. Yeah. Um, and he has a 98% on his test. Uh, his mother says, so close to perfect, but why are you missing two? And we kind of get this just picture of Zen's life where he is a really nice kid who wants to go play with his friends and just do normal kid things. Um, and he doesn't have a dad. I think it's just his, I think the dad left him. Well, dad, right, the dad right? dipped out. Yeah. And so then his mom is kind of taking that out on him uh, and trying to force him to be perfect. Like the man probably of her dreams and who she thinks that he should be. Um, and so he, he's kind of, you know, I guess what forced into, just like a lot of like punishment from when he doesn't like make anything like like when something when this is not perfect she abuses him by berating him emotionally and yeah. then physically grabbing his head and kind of squeezing it and saying it's like abuse. why are you like your dad yeah. it's abuse hands it's down it's straight up like he has to he has to meet her incredibly inappropriate expectations of a child and a husband and he's just a, yeah. an 8 year old or 7 year old you know at this yeah. point so he's he's he was given it's a terrible circumstance to feel like your mom's expecting that of you. And so there's this cycle of abuse. The only time he finds respite is actually before the intro credits, which is when he goes to the park, because what he wanted to do was to go to a birthday party and right. he'd sit up his allowance for it, but he only got 98 on his test. So his mom wasn't satisfied with him. Right. And so he goes to the park, destroys the toy, and then a cat walks up. And then we get our intro credits. And we get our intro credits. What about after that? No, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> episode over. Episode 12. Um, so pretty much we go to what's happening now. And um, it is just the classroom. And we more see... More of the don't look. Yeah, more mean. of the... We see that the the woman ghost is still there. 
presently, you know, whenever people are reading, whenever people are doing anything, she's just there. And then we also see Hannah just eating again, again. like because she's, you know, super hungry and kind of figured out what was going on. And um, so Miko figures out, or I guess she doesn't figure out, she assumes that because this dude is has all the spirits, right? All the all the evil cat spirits and his huge ghost, he has to be the guy that's been killing cats. And so she follows him home. So she follows she him. She tails home. him, right? Yeah, she tails him. Which again, I honestly think was really stupid and risky. Very because stupid. Because in some of the scenes, I'm like, dude, he would someone wouldn't know you're following them. <laughs> you're so yeah. close. Um, she follows him to the point of an underpass where he goes yeah. and, and she goes around a corner and sees him reaching towards the cat. She freaks out and goes, Oh, you can't do that. Stop. George just he'll stop basically. Yeah. He then um stops, like start a little bit. Uh, cat runs towards Miko. Miko catches it, and then the cat runs away from her. Right, and so then well, she trips on the stairs and catches the cat. So she runs she, towards the cat. Yeah. She falls down the stairs. Uh, the cat runs in the middle of the street, and yeah. then uh, says, "Oh no!" and runs in the middle of the street. Right, and then it gets hit, which by the go, car. makes us go, "Huh? huh? Right. Wait, do we skipped over the most important thing?" <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah. He he no, said, "Why are you reals. following me?" And no, 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 one? no. We there was another. Well, no, we didn't. Sorry, it's right after that. Okay, I was gonna. Yeah. I was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, there is a moment where she falls down, holds onto the cat. Cat lives. He goes, "Why are you following me?" Cat runs away, and then all that. But that's all bullshit. So, um, it's he he actually ends up trying to give his life to save this cat, which is the crazier right. thing. And then we hit our eye catch. I we hit our eye catch. Uh, and then we go back in time mm-hmm. to where Zen is taking care of this cat on his own. He's the cat in the playground that approached him he became his cat, his friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like his like main, it seems like his only friend, like true friend, like in it, to him, to where he ignores kind of everyone else. Uh, is doing as best as he can in school, obviously, to you know, for his mom, and um, he's keeping this a secret from her, so that way she doesn't kind of freak out. And then we find out one day. Uh, I can't remember what happened first, but I think I think what it was was he just he, he seemed off. He was happy, and I think that was kind of instead of stoic. Because I feel like he was, mm, you know, when mm. you're kind of abused in that way, I feel like you're like, yes, mommy, yes, I'll, I'll do what you have you're to, saying. You're trying to compose yourself. And he's like, I'm, and then he was like really happy. And she's like, why were you out like this? Like, and I was like, I'm just studying extra or, you know, so he's like making up excuses, but he's like really happy and stuff. So the mom was suspicious. Should we see that Zen comes home the next day after school uh, and the cat is gone and there's blood all over the entire uh what Wherever is, he's hiding the cat. He's yeah. hiding the cat. The mom says, I killed that vermin. Yeah. And his eyes get crazy at that moment. There is something that I want to discuss that will relate with this. This So Zen's backstory and with him getting angry, kind of, to some degree, distressed, but with his mom over what took place. And then it cuts to them being in the hospital and um, Miko just kind of being confused on why this guy would jump in front of to save a cat if he's the cat killer. Mm-hmm. And um, so I want to put a pin in we the last we get of his life is this. 
So that's I, I just want to put a pin okay. in that for for what we're for next. Sure, sure. No, you're good. You're good. Um, but okay. So after this, so he's in the hospital. Both, you know, he he's okay. I feel like if you got hit by a car, you'd be like destroyed, right? Like the whole cement truck joke, right? He right, right. Like isekai. Like, what, where's his isekai? I think we made that joke. Yeah, we have. But also, like, <laughs> you get by a car, you don't. You're, you're at a hospital with a head bandage. You're you're right. pretty much. Well, he had chest bandage and arm bandage. Yeah, to their yeah, credit, he was fine. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. He's ultimately, he's fine. He's not. He's not in any pain at all. He's fine. His bandage is on. He doesn't look like he's got any broken bones. He's just got bandages on his head and he's fine. Yeah. Uh, Mika goes to visit him at the hospital. Absolutely, she does. When and I said that, what I said that she was there, but yeah, I guess. oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. You're good. Uh, and we kind of get some backstory about how Zen was talking about, like I've always loved cats. Yeah, they've always been. Did we just talk about that already? Mm-hmm. You, are you ready to settle this? Well, I didn't say necessarily this. Oh, okay. The backstory shows that, and then and then they go to the room. They're talking, and it's kind of like this. We got to see it, right? But then he's kind of explaining it lightly to her. Oh yes, we just okay, saw. Yeah. okay. Um, she realizes that uh, he's more haunted by anything, by something than right. And it, we figure out it is his mom, and yeah, she and that, figures that out. And that the "Don't look at me" ghost is actually oh, his, his mom. Yeah, sorry. We we figure that out because we meet his friend, his one and only true Saitama friend, which was the friend from the, from middle school, or, or is it Satori Saitama, uh, Sateru. Oh, I wrote it down. Sateru. That's erased, I think, is Sateru. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Saitama is One Punch Man, and Satori is Naruto. Yeah. It's one I, of those three. It's one of those three. There I think go. it's Saitama. Okay. Uh, it's Saitama. But his, it's, his, it's, his, it's, a, it's, it's, um, why wow, that was a lot of stuttering. It's uh, uh, Zen's best friend, which is uh, his vet, his friend that he grew up with. They wanted to go to the birthday party or was going to the birthday party with. Right. Um, it, he's a vet. So he actually validates Zen's like, hey, of course he loves cats. He gives them to me half the time when he finds them. Right? You know? Yeah, he's like, I, and I'm a lot up of them, to my ears and cats in my office because I'm taking care of these. Right, and a lot of them just die because they're at the edge of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so uh, so th- he gives kind of uh, Miko this rundown of Zen as a character on the roof of the hospital and kind mm-hmm. of says, oh no, this is how Zen really is. He's not a bad guy. He's just. Right. It was his mom. His mom was awful. And then he talks about how his mom would always say, don't look at me. Yeah. Or look at him type of thing. And that was, that triggers in Miko's mind, hey, so this is who it is. Yep. And she's also conflicting with, hey, what do I do? I have from the, you know, the three, the The shrine ghosts, the fox spirit, you know, I have one left. Should I, what should I use it for? And... When she comes back into the office, it's probably the coolest part, but she says, you know, she pretty much tells, you know, Zen, like, hey, like, I'm sorry for judging you in these ways, and then looks at the ghost directly, um, who's been out, you know, as they've been having their conversation, and says, haven't you done enough? And then the ghost realizes that Miko is talking about her, and just charges Miko. yeah and Miko runs out of the the door and slides in the on the ground i think and then you just she see she stands the, the monster oh the monster is the one yeah yeah there is right. one thing that i think you missed in it what was is- that Miko asked is to take care of the cat oh that's that is important yeah Miko says hey look the cat that i you saved from the car crash i took home and has been taken care of since will you take care of it once you're out of the hospital but yes, before after that is that uh, Miko finally, for the first time in her entire um, 
at least our entire runtime as a TV show, yeah. looks at the ghost and intentionally says, hey, and acknowledges the ghost, right? Yeah. And says, hey, haven't you done enough damage? She sprints out of the room, the ghost chases her, and then in the hallway is where the ghost gets hit by the fox spirit. Right. And, and that's then, the end? In the end, yeah. So that we'll, so what we'll do is we'll start episode 12, right? So that, that is literally where it ends. It's super cool. I love the soundtrack. Like, again, th- this is my... At this very second, this is my favorite anime that we're doing, and um, I I literally love love just the way that it's going, but um, that is where it ends, and we're on episode twelve, and I believe this is the last episode of Mirka-chan. It is. This and is the finale. This is the season finale. Season which finale. and the next week we'll do a brief after Joel and I have had time to kind of like reflect on this a bit mm-hmm. and kind of co- comprise our thoughts into something kind of cohesive. Yeah, we'll do a, a, a Mirka-chan we'll do a, review. Yeah, as like a whole, as like a of what we think of the anime, we'll, we'll record it. It'll be here and on YouTube, and yeah, everywhere. So. Yeah, and we'll get some kind of final for it. Um, so this episode immediately continues with the with the same scene. The demon gets murked by the freaking fox spirits. Yeah, um, and then the demon starts to walk back towards Zen, which was really creepy. I thought so creepy. And then Miko walks behind it, and then you're, you're wondering like, okay, Zen's acknowledging someone now at this point. Yeah. Hey, you're back, you know? And mm-hmm. I can't tell if he you, you can't tell if he's acknowledging, oh, is that is he all of a sudden seeing his mom's spirit finally? Right. But then Miko's behind him, so obviously he's not referring to the spirit. He's right. to Miko. <laughs> yeah. Uh and and then that that spirit gets his final just it gets destroyed yeah. completely by this the fox, fox ghost. spirit. Rex spirit. Yeah. Um the ghost uh slay is what I put down. Um and then that scene kind of ends after that, right? Yeah, the ghost dissipates, and I feel like we see Zen uh, kind of start to feel a little bit better. But then I think when Hannah and uh, Yumai come... Yulia show up. Uh, Yulia. Yumai. Who's Yumai? Yumai is uh, in uh, Komi. You're right. God damn it. That's uh, the one Yulia. that... Um, you're right. Yeah, yeah, the popular the, girl the, the that, popular. that worships yeah, uh, yeah. Komi and not not the competitive one. That's Yamada. Right. No, 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 no. The, the one that trapped... T- trapped him in the yeah in the basement exactly the creepy or, or creepy one closet yeah yeah the trapped tito tito um yeah but they show up and then and then there is that what is it where where the ghosts like disappear they show up and then they leave it feels yeah. like they're gone yeah. right like well it's like they yeah. they stopped haunting him after, it was like the mother's like fault yeah like the, that harbored hatred or even maybe the ghost possessing his body kind yeah. of made uh spirits like attracted to him in uh-huh. the, in that way uh but i do i loved the part where the original cat from the very beginning is who it licks his hand because has the same eyes oh really and that licks his hand he looks down at his hand and what and like everything vanishes and then that's when he goes like he he agrees to like adopt the cat because Damn, of that. Damn, that's heavy, dude. Oh, I loved it. Because the next scene is actually, um, we're at Miko's house and it's uh, <laughs> what's the what does her brother call this cat? Did you write it down? Oh shit, I don't think I did. Okay, her brother I just said he was crying in the background. Her brother is like so sad to have this cat leave. Yeah, which yeah, is such a little, like. like are you sure it's okay? I take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes, just ignore what's happening behind me. Just take this mm-hmm. cat and go. Uh, and so basically her brother's in love with it, but she lets Zen take the cat. And so Zen takes the cat to take care of it. And it's like kind of cool, honestly, because it's a little bit of redemption for his character in terms of, you know, the past three episodes we've been learning about him, you know, in terms of his personality, his character and everything and, and how 
he's actually a good guy, you know? Yeah. And this uh, is one week later, by the way, because they, oh, they, yes. they do say that. So. Yeah, Zen's fine a week later after getting hit by a car somehow. <laughs> uh, yeah. After this, after Zen gets the cat, we're at the cafe with Hana. Uh, this is kind of a, a weird scene, not really important, because really what all is happening is that Miko is iterating what happened to Hana. Yeah. You're it's like, just oh, okay. explaining the situation that we just watched to Hana. And I right. was like, okay. The uh, one thing that you did, though, you we did skip over super fast, which comes into play in a second, is Hannah, when they are there, does kind of berate him for being more careful. Um, and And she says, I think... I wrote it down. So next time you want to do something nice, check your surroundings first because she's like, you're going to traumatize like the people around you, right. like your students. Like you can't just go and do something stupid like that when that could scar like this person forever for a second, you know, yeah. acts like a mom. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that comes into play uh, literally, I guess next where after they have the conversation, we yeah. go to Zen's place. We go to Zen's place. And, and he's like, what did she mean? When she was like saying again, be I don't care, remember the exact less, phrase. Be more truthful and be less be less careful, or be more careful and be more truthful. Or right? Like that. Yeah. So there was like yeah. something where he was like, "Okay, cool. Like I will, Try I will and, take this into account. I'll just be yeah. more truthful with people and, and honest." Which, uh, which which is so weird after like trying to watch episode two and thinking like Zem was a bad guy, and all of a sudden now he's being chastised by our main characters. You know, yeah. <laughs> a really cool moment. I liked a lot. Dude, it is great. He's just really inept internally. Yeah. Like he, oh, yeah. He, he was stunted emotionally through his mom, and, and now he's learning. You know, I like that a lot. I do like that a lot. Yeah, he's a very cool character. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what, what do you love? Um, but pretty much, Zen, uh, the, the I, is she the landlord? I think right. She, this she is the landlord. She knocks yeah. on the door, back to his apartment, and says, "Hey, like the, the whole spiel again. I made more leftovers. Yada yada yada. This is really important, by the way. I like this part a lot. Did, honestly. did you know? Let's talk about this. So he." Then tells her. Here's the deal. Yeah, before you it. go further, yeah, yeah. I thought Zem was going to actually be a bad guy at this part. Like, oh, he oh, actually yeah, had a secret. He hit. did have a secret. Yeah, like yeah. he was murdering cats. I think he does. You know, I think he does. But let's keep going. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, go on. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So he he literally just thinks of what Hannah said, and then I should be more truthful. And said, "Hey, I actually will just throw it out because I don't like anything that anyone makes for me." Like, I what just if think the hair fell? In it. Yeah, he's like, "That's disgusting." And also, I'm gonna be leaving soon. And so he just says that, and then closes because the door. he can't have a cat in his current apartment, right. so he has to move. And did you get what the old lady said when she walked? The away? old lady says, "Damn, I tried so hard to hide it in there," which is disgusting. So you think she's a part of killing the cats? No, I think she. I think her hair fell into the effing soup, and she was trying to hide it. And I went. I. This is what I'm assuming. We can't. We can talk about it a little bit. Zen will find this guy. There's a guy that is actually killing the cats. Yep. I think that's this is Lady's son. And she's been putting the cat meat in the stew. And that's why she that's has so disgusting. much. That's disgusting. I hope you're right. Where my mind I hope went you're immediately. Because right. she, uh, she said, how did he catch on? I hid them in there real good. And then I wrote, is she killing the cats and feeding them to people? Or I don't But But now that you said the hair thing, 
I, maybe that's what it is, and that would make that would make sense too to guess. Well, but well, oh. we'll we'll get to that actual scene of where he pulls where he catches the guy, and then we can talk about that more because yeah, we'll get yeah, to let's first get thing. into it. Let's get into so it. So there's this weird bit where it's kind of fun where Hannah Miko Hannah Miko are going to go see a movie. My neighbor, my name, my neighbor Togoro too. Yeah, Togoro. And then two. they said, "Shouldn't we invite Julia?" No, she hasn't seen the first one, so. I, we invite her. And well, so no, then, she. They said they showed. They told her to watch the first one. Or Hannah was nice enough to like lend her the first one or something like that. It, but 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 it's, the reason why she wasn't at the second movie going was because yeah, she hadn't seen the first one. She hasn't seen the first one. And so it goes to it goes to Yulia watching the first movie and yeah. crying. Yeah, and thinking like this is fantastic. You know, right. I love this so much. Uh, which I thought was a good little moment. Again, they're referencing. They're going really hard in the references. My neighbor Tororo is obviously a reference to my neighbor Totoro. Which is one of the Studio Ghibli's early big first firm films, you know? Yeah. Um, there's something I think something else like that referenced something real, but I can't remember at the top of my head. Doesn't matter. Uh, I then wrote um, as as uh, Yulia's watching this movie and satisfied by it, she pulls out a photo of an older woman. It's her literally. It's her phone. Oh, it's her the phone. The godmother is on phone. the background. Her background of her <laughs> phone is the is the gold godmother. <coughs> yeah. And then it goes to the old godmother for mm-hmm. this, getting a photo from Yulia, I assume, right? I guess. Yeah, it's unmarked, they say. so. And um, then she realizes what it... Like the aura. And she's like, it's from those two girls that I met. Yeah, even though their faces... I thought that well, she was going to see like the monster and shit well, like she that gets, too. She gets the... I, I don't know if she didn't. That's the thing. They don't really... Well, yeah, they don't this, show but, it, yeah. But the, but they sent... So Yulia or someone had sent her the photo of the photo that Hana took at the shrine with the ghost that got blown up behind them while taking the photo. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. when the, mother, the godmother opens the photo, she gets shocked, but it's like... What she says is, even though the faces are blurred out, I know those two. Yeah, yeah. You know... But I also can't tell. Well, did she also see what's behind him? I can't tell. They don't really reference that. Yeah, they don't reference it. But so, I bet, I bet she did. So then we go to a back alley, and it's a dude acting really creepy, uh, with his weird, with this weird like um, device that or tool that seems. It's the tool we saw a couple episodes ago. That looks like it's like, uh, like a like a, like tweezers with spikes going inward. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um. And then it turns out Zen finds this guy and tases him because he suspects that this is the guy killing cats. Totally. Uh, which is an interesting, interesting thing. And then what happens literally next? Did you remember? Yeah. A cop is putting a missing persons ad on a board and it's the guy that got tased. The guy that was killing cats. So and now the I'm, cop says, I hope you find the dude. Now that you said that. Remember the pin in episode 11 where we last see Zen getting angry at his mom for killing the cat? Oh, for sure. Like, Zen killed his mom. I think Zen maybe probably killed his mom. Like, because remember I was talking like serial killer for like a pretty long time. Zen's got to be more complex than just... Yeah, dude. There's got to be more, huh? Yeah. Now that they've done this too. They, yeah, I think he was cursed, honestly. And like th- this, it's mm. this is this, this is the weird part where I really don't know, but I, I have a feeling that he killed his mom, and now he's lashing out on someone else who killed cats. And in his mind, he's like, "I'm doing a good thing by killing these people who are hurting these animals that I care about." Yes. You know? So there is. Um, I could speculate about this for a while, honestly. Because I think that if this is going to be, if he's going to be a recurring, like he's on an arc at this point now, right? Like they, they've already now teased us of something more with him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a recurring character for a bit. 
Yeah. Like he could turn into an actual villain. He could. He could, for real. Because if he killed his mom, if he's... Because they don't really say how his mom died, do they? No, they don't. And then it's like, why is she... Haunting him. Haunting him. Yeah, so in my mind, I was like, oh, that could be a, a pretty decent reason of why. Well, and she then, could also haunt he, him because of what the father did and yeah. how, how she was towards him. As a guy. Totally. I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. But if he killed her, then absolutely. Yeah, it would make it would make a lot of sense as well. Oh, man, the show just opened up, but it just also ends right here. No, we got... Well, it doesn't end right here. We got a ton left. It's not important, but we got a ton left. That's not true. So, Dude, this is the... Mo- Honestly... This is what got spoiled for me. This is insanely important because this is the next like huge arc of of Miku Chan. Really? Yeah, okay. for the manga, so, which is still ongoing, by the way. Yes, it is. So uh, we get past the missing person thing with uh, the photo on the board, and then we go to school. Uh, Zen announces that the teacher had her baby. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, while Miko is at school, she hears a bell. So fucking cool. You like that a Dude, lot? Dude, I love I got like yeah. goosebumps. I like that a lot too. And I was like, I was like, ooh, and because and again, I honestly don't know if I would have been like, ooh, if I didn't know that next arc is all about these guys. But that's just what it that's is. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, well okay. that, that's what they set up in okay. this show, right? Uh from there. Did you watch the end credits of this one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Maybe. You'll you'll tell, say it out loud. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna uh, say it sets it she up. Goes to the shrine to offer thanks. Yeah. Well, Dude, okay, I should let me back this. up, let me back up. So she hears that bell in school and thinks, I should probably go offer thanks to these ghosts that yeah. saved me three times. Yeah. So she goes to the shrine after school mm-hmm. to offer thanks and she brings mochi. Why? Uh, but yeah. As an offering. She brings one and the two fox spirits show up. Yeah. And all three of them kind of show up. Then they summon the third one. Yeah. I should say that she also had a premonition of them showing up in school. Mm-hmm. When she turned around to look at them, they were gone. Right. 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 So this time they show up at the shrine and she shows one mochi. They go, nope. And then so she puts down nine mochi. Yeah. Or eight mochi or something like that. And, and they just like. And they get mad. Yeah. And then the mochi rots. Right. And so then she empties her purse into it. And then they look even more pissed off. Right. And then she wakes up. Yeah. Well, no, dude, you're skipping so much. Okay, cool you stuff. do it then, fudge, dude. What did I? What did I actually miss you, there? The, okay, the big ass ghost transforming into some weird ass looking like okay, horse yes. human the, monster. The the big the big fox spirit ghost, the one that actually destroyed the last one, the does turn the more demonic. And it gets turned into like a water go- spirit almost. Yeah, and it goes and it eats her. And that's why she wakes up. It is because it comes like all... The, so she does the coins, all the stuff. They're starting to get angry at her. They've moved closer to her. She's afraid. And then darker spirits start or ghosts or whatever start coming out of the works. And she says, why, why, why? And then the big ass ghost eats her. And, and she then wakes she up. wakes up in her bed. Oh, okay, there we go. So I feel like that's... I Dude, it's super important. Uh. Yeah, so finish the episode out of things you have to bring in now at this point. So yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. So then her brother is there and he says, "Are you having thirty dreams again?" Well, she he <laughs> she almost confuses him with like the spirit, right? Yeah, or yeah. or even I honestly thought it was Zen for half a second. Like if she just like passed oh. down and he rescued her and she's like in there and then she sees this guy and it's like, oh, that'd been so that'd good. been crazy. But that's yeah. that that gets to like you know uh just like a, it's a different anime. At yeah, that point. but so. We have her brother 
um, asking her like, hey, there's the scary show that they were watching in one of the other episodes. Um, you know, he's like, I could watch it by myself. I'm not afraid. Yeah, like, I love her brother wanna... so much. Even Dude, it's so gross cute. It, their relationship is, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, there is, this is a little pervy. But the relationship, for the most part, is pretty good. And um, I do love that he's like asking her to watch it. So she's like, yeah, that sounds good. And we kind of get this... Um, this montage of her like kind of running through like just daily life, going to school, going past like the ghosts in her life, uh, you know, her daily commute. And she just says that it's getting easier and easier to um, ignore. To like, yeah, to, to ignore. And it, yeah. but she's like, she's like, it's getting easier to kind of not say, oh, I see these ghosts. But then she's like, I want to fight this head on. She's like, I still have a lot of questions, but I want to like fight this head on on what's going on. Um, then we get the ending ending song, but what happens is they kind of play anime through it, mm. um, and we see the fan service at the end. Did you get that? Yeah, Hana's yeah. boobs <laughs> actually being animated in the PE class this time, which oh. is really funny. Well, it's, it's the no, PE I mean, boobs. The, well, she changed too, but she there was a changing room scene. There was that too, yeah. sure. But what I'm trying to say, like that's expected to point us. But what I'm yeah. trying to say is, the last time there was a PE episode with Hannah running, they didn't over animate her boobs, mm-hmm. and this time they over animated her boobs. Yeah, it was really frustrating. It's so frustrating. Not that bad. So it's frustrating. Fine. I'm so hard. <laughs> but uh, go on. Sorry. I um. No, you're you good. On. Um. So I wrote unresolved questions, right? Because oh, well, like one one other thing. So. The gang is all together, I wrote. Uh, so, like, they, they kind of show Yulia and uh, Hana and Miko starting to, like, really genuinely become friends. Um, and, I, and I did love that uh, Yulia was saying, hey, like, I didn't know that you... Uh, she's like, she apologizes to Miko saying, I didn't know that you were trying to keep Hannah out of all this stuff. Yeah. And... It was such a cool thing where their friendship started to grow. Where she's like, "Hey, yeah. like that's okay." Like I, I, and I was like, well, "Well, like they Miko, acknowledge Miko, each other about ghost yeah. stuff." That's the first time they've ever done right it. an actual conversation. Miko says, "Yeah, I think it'd be too much for Hana." Yeah, it just it would scare oh, Hana away, dude. You know? Oh fuck, this makes it made me made me wet. But then the on the on the anime, the anime actually just basically ends at this point. Y- kind of. And then we have our credits. Then we have our post credit scene. And then the post credit esque is. The girls are eating butt buns. Yep. And they're walking away. And then a leaf falls down. And then boom. It's, it's a fox spirit, basically. The fox like, spirit. Watching them. Are watching them. Yeah. And following Miko. Which uh, sets up for the next arc, which is what was ruined for me. So here's why I said that uh, Platinum M was barely the worst episode. Oh shit! Because I thought this outro was—I thought the later half of this episode was garbage. I—I didn't—I didn't enjoy this closer closure of the season with this episode. I thought it was rushed. I thought it was a lack of finality. I—I I thought there was a lack of explanation with this fox spirit. I was just not happy about how everything. Don't nod your head like that. No, dog. No, I think you're totally wrong. I thought—I just didn't think like how it resolved and thought it wasn't enough. Like there wasn't a. Fl- a it leaves final you resolution. wanting more. Yeah, and now I have to wait over a year for or you what can could have it. been resolved in a season. Or you can read it. I, c- I could do that. Um, but yeah, I, d- I don't know. I would go to opposite. This is so anime, dog, not manga. I Well, that's true, but I do love the fact that 
there's just more to this story. But, and I mean, that's, but that's not that's not the issue here. The issue is that that the story wasn't complete. There wasn't enough resolution in this story yeah, for me. Huh? The Zen arc is for the. I mean, I guess it's not fully. Yeah, the, the, the four episodes being new Zen is not a resolution of the anime, though. It's yeah, like, but remember when we used to think that this was kind of like episodic as well? It was anthology focused. Yeah, yeah but there should still but be it's resolution. Not. It's not. That's the, that's the thing is. It's not. But that's how not. they teased it for the first half of this freaking season. Oh, no. oh, come on, man! You gotta give me something here. You know, I'm. I got. I got a little merit here. You, you know what I mean? Be, I guess. I. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're allowed to be frustrated at whatever you want. I, but I guess I, so, it just. This this is the episode. This is my second. This is number four out of the five I enjoyed. Oh, this is like top one or two for me. Yeah. So I I th- I felt like I was shortchanged in this episode. Like there could have been better resolution. For yeah, me. I don't think there could. I don't want the better resolution. I'm I'm curious. Like, I am too. You know what I mean? Like I want the fact that we can't even understand those ghosts. Like even most ghosts, we can understand. They speak either broken English or something, you know, mm-hmm. at least, or whatever. We're Japanese because we're getting subtitles. But they're speaking to where we will understand. And then th- this this is a mysterious entity. It has so far been a good ghost. And now it is, it is almost requiring something of Miko that I don't think Miko knows what it is. And that we know of from a dream. So cool. Well, she went there. I think that I that think, was a dream. I don't believe that's a dream. I think she but genuinely. Was, okay, well, I think she genuinely went there, woke up, and now the monster, they're, like they're chasing her. But maybe, maybe it was a dream. Who knows? We don't I, know. I don't know. I I wish I would have known. I wish there would have been that kind of resolution. Nah, dude, you don't need it. I, you don't need it because that's what I need. It's not a movie. It doesn't end. It keeps going. I don't need a final like closing of the story. I just want some resolution to the plot. I I, the, the 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 actual besides just Zen get why do you like, need it? It's an, on an ongoing story. That's why. Like that's they like gave every, us resolution, and then they teased us with more with Zen, and like fine, it's fine, <laughs> and I'm fine with it continuing on. Yeah. I just want to feel like the season I watched is the end of that season. It was and right now. She's happy. Like, she's she's con- you know what she conquered her initial fear. She learned of to ghosts. ignore the ghost better. Good Boom. for her. That's the whole I, show. I wish I could feel like this was actually the end of a season and not feel like it was the end of a... I, I And not feel like it was... None, there's another episode coming next week. Because that's what it felt like to me. Until, until it said, I've gotten better at ignoring them and started to do the wrap-up. That's when I realized, yeah. oh, it's ending. That's fair. Um, I don't agree, but I, I will... All right, I'll... That's fine, dude. I'm the host, not you. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair, and I think you can have it. You can have the opinion you have on it, and I think it's totally right in 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 your context and experience. And I can have mine. I think mine's fine in my context and experience. I won't say I, I shouldn't say I was a right, but like we can both interpret this differently and and feel dissatisfied or satisfied. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm right. Yeah. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come, you can't communicate. Episode nine. It's just a country kid, plus more. Yeah, I was say country bumpkin. This is uh, this is probably one of the less um, in uh, there's like a lot less happening. I feel like this episode for Comey. It was a more casual episode. Huh? Yeah, it was cash. It was. Um, cash. It didn't feel. It wasn't bad by any means. Oh it was no, still hilarious. It was still typical Comey, but a lot of it feels a little inconsequential. Did you, hey, listeners, guess what? Maybe some of you know this because you read this anime or this manga. Um, but how many uh, chapters do you think that uh, Komi has? I wonder. 
What do you think? I know the answer. Do you know? The oh answer? no! What's the answer? No, just guess. Guess. I wanted you to guess. Wait. So is it finished? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. So how many current chapters does it have? Yeah. Okay. Um, hundred forty. Three hundred and thirty. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I, I might want to take back that. It's what not, mission are they on? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I want to. I want to maybe rewind because I don't know the answers. I don't know if it's ongoing or not, but I think it is. I, I had a conversation with Stephanie's brother last night, and uh, and he was telling me that, that he looked it up, and it was three hundred and thirty. Was like the, was what is out right now. Um, and <laughs> in my mind, I was like, so wait, like where are we then? <laughs> Yeah, like what are we on, dude? Because that's insane. So I'm actually curious. I haven't, um, I haven't even checked, but I can check uh, maybe later about the the first volume that I have because I own volume one of Comey Can't Communicate, and maybe that does like all of what we're seeing of se- of this season would be. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. So well, I'm checking right now, and I'll probably be pretty off once I find it. But there's 23 volumes. It's a lot, and the first volume had 19 chapters. So okay, that's yep. a lot. That's quite a bit. Uh, let's find out. No, see, this is just. Uh, I mean, it started in 2016. You know. Yeah, so that's a pretty long time, that, and, and especially if it's ongoing. Which it's I don't got, know if it is. It has a release date as recent as October 18th. So oh, of this year, of this last year. Yeah. Okay, so this probably still ongoing. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah, it had four books released this year. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been going for a bit. Yeah, I just, well, uh, it's a cool story, but I I am really curious of how this story could have three hundred and thirty <laughs> chapters. Uh oh, three years ago it said how many chapters are left? We're close to two hundred. <laughs> Damn, bro! <laughs> oh my god! So that so uh, we're we're probably in the ballpark at least at minimum. Yeah, if that's not three thirty, but I'm pretty sure that's what he it's, looked up and said. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. So there. anyway, I just I, I just thought it'd be kind of funny. That's really fascinating because a lot of that makes me believe that that means that Hito Hito and Shoku ne- Shoko never date. Dude, that would be in fury. Because like oh. I, I, they need to have. But they, what if? But what if it's kind of like uh, every romance? But we'll say. Uh, Golden time? No, well, that's what I was gonna say, but I didn't want to necessarily spoil it. But just, just you know, the people mm. who like date and then break up and date and they, break up. They you know start I mean? dating within the first like six episodes, five episodes. Know, I'm not. Right I know, but that. remember when people like break up and then they're like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, the further I'm you saying, explain, Comey and this dude t- could date and then they could break up, yeah, and then they could go back, get back together or not. Or, you know, there's there's sure. so much there that you can yeah. do with romance right it's just yeah. life so. without trying to hang on the kitschiness of come can't talk yeah yeah tits sorry this episode starts without giving us a mission number and it says september 1st yeah and then it shows everyone walking to school it's the most depressing and then day of the year and for then, school. Yeah, and then we get interest to a new character who is only in this first mission. Only. Yeah, that's kind of stupid, huh? And her, yeah, it really kind of is actually. Uh, and her name is Nakoko Inaka. Hey, yo, if there's 300 though, she's coming back. Yeah, she's coming back. <laughs> yeah, um, she's gonna have 400 friends. She wants to be a cute city girl. 
I put that in there. Mm. One of her things. Honestly, that's what I want to be too. She is a country bumpkin, which is what the anime <laughs> I'm a country bumpkin. Which is what the anime calls her. Is a yeah, I know. Why did they say I'm? Uh, I'm just a country uh, kid. I want yeah. to be a country bumpkin. She's super socially awkward. She wants to be like Comey, like everyone else does. Uh, and she's kind of overhearing the situation. What's up? Am I doing? No, 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 oh. no, no. I, I just she, was laughing. She's it goes. To, so we're now all in class, and she's overhearing the situation of. Najimi asking Comey to go pick him up a subway subway sandwich. Wait, 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 dude, you're skipping. Look, you got to I'm skipping stuff. You're spilling drink, dude. You're still <laughs> spilling, by the way. You're you gotta... um so you're skipping over the part where she <laughs> she had a skirt that was super long and everyone had short skirts. Is that important? It is, dude, because she so the the whole idea is she feels like she just doesn't know what's going on. She oh. ate lunch by herself. Her skirt was way too long, and, and like she just felt like out of place. And mm-hmm. but she's like, that was like what was proper. So even so, this year, her whole thing is this year. I cut my you know dress down to this, and it's still longer than everyone's dress. Three inches above the knee. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I feel like that is a character choice. Sure. Okay. You know so what yeah, I mean? She's very... Like, and I feel like that is is it does matter a little bit. She is as reserved as the fantasy girl. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think she's interesting personally. Just that Mm-mm. she is basically a tropey character, like a couple other ones, but just from the country. <laughs> so, what did you just happen? To, what happened to you? Woo! Did you get a full shot of rum in that? Daddy put too much rum in there. Oh, nerdy! Joel and I are pretty simple with our alcoholic beverages now when we podcast, and we just kind of do a soda and some liquor now. Yeah, it probably needs to change to like a light soda. We need to probably yeah. start doing like vodka, like Sprite and Sprite. vodka. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, my gut is probably gonna die. There's that, or we could just not drink. Damn it! You're right. We no, could we gotta that. drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, Com- so Najimi wants a subway sandwich, uh, a very specific. No, no, no. It's, called, it's not called. Yeah, thank you. Subway, Subway, Subway. I don't know. It's literally like it's so <laughs> stupid, and they call it like T bucks, and you're like, God damn it! It's stay bucks. We're stay bucks. Stay yeah. bucks like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's so it's, close. It's so funny. Yeah, dude. and and so it's like Subway sandwiches, and which is apparently a little more like prestigious than what we have Subway here. Yeah. You know? Well. It's it, depends on, it depends on the subway you go to, man. Some subways are legit. Yeah, but Shout they're all still Point sandwich. Loma. They're just they're just mainstream delis when it comes down to it. Oh yeah, right? no, they're not good. They're you gotta get delis. you just so gotta get they're not like prestigious. Yeah. It's a deli. Yeah. It's a shitty deli. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Actually, you know what? Fuck off. That's not delis are great. So fuck you for saying it's a common deli. A subway? Subway is a common deli. Yes. Everywhere else that has the word deli in it, fucking rad. That's not what I'm talking about remotely. What I am saying. I want to be on the side I of I agree with they you, dude. They would keep I have my asses. favorite sandwich shops. What? I have my own favorite sandwich shops. What is it? What's your favorite? So, yeah, my absolute... Uh, so it's a tie right now. Um, but if you drive up to Julian, or sorry, St. Isabel, Dudley's in the actual bakery, if you get a sandwich there, they are some of the best sandwiches you'll have in san diego the other place is called poor boys and that's in poway off scripps Poway road or sorry off poway road sorry poor boys is an awesome little sandwich is it spot po or poor poor po poor boys yeah poor boys it's i have a shirt from them yeah. poor boys poor boys they sell t-shirts i have one is it p-o-o-r or p-o-u-r p-o-o-r all right well you know english what, fucking what, sucks what's so. po- poor boys 
Pour P O U R is another way to say pour, you fuck. <laughs> it's I poured a drink is P O U R. So tell me why a sandwich shop would put the that I don't know. version. They're pouring it in your gut, dude. They're okay, pouring it so in your mouth. You, They're pouring you, a sandy no, in your mouth. It's P O O R, like okay. pour, like pour Richards. Yeah, because like they don't make any money. Probably, probably. I don't actually don't know, but poor, <laughs> like, like poor Richards from uh, the Office. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, poor Richards. Screw you, dude. Oh, Piece what? of shit. <laughs> My favorite sandwich place is Subway. <laughs> Freaking asshole. It's sub. <laughs> My favorite time zone is Subway. <laughs> time zone is Subway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you guys haven't uh, ever seen that video, look it up. So. My favorite time zone is Subway video. Just type that in. Just That's Joel and I's humor in a nutshell. Oh, dude, so good. Uh, okay, so Comey decides. That Subway? Comey, like, so Najimi tells Comey the super complex sandwich order from Subway. It's just like the, what was the other one? The uh, Oh, is it Steebucks? A Steebucks, yeah. yeah. They, 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 and, uh, and so it's super complicated, super insane. So Comey takes on the challenge and starts to go. Um, Inaka follows her. While she does it, uh, t- I don't know how much we need to go into this. Comey goes in and then leaves without any ordering and then goes back in to, after she gets her courage. Honestly, this is an episode where the, it felt like they kind the, of redid it again. The visual, what's up? Oh, sorry. I want to tell totally a different way. The visual <laughs> comedy is like perfection, and I don't want to try to brutalize it. Yeah, okay. But this is a that. very funny episode in yeah. terms of what you see. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. So I can't, I can't like explain that perfectly. But the way that Comey like goes in and, and how everyone interprets her actions as she's just very stoic and good. Yeah. And then he just goes to Comey and says, "Afraid to answer, or yeah. afraid to go in." <laughs> yeah. It's really funny, and they do a really good job with it. And I'm gonna brutalize it in terms of trying to explain it to you guys, but it is super cute. Um, eventually, she goes in and she goes up to the counter at some point and doesn't say a damn thing, and then the the sandwich maker ends up just making something like this the restaurant recommendation right 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 and then leaves see ya heads back to school gives the sandwich to najimi and najimi is like this is the wrong sandwich this isn't what i wanted <laughs> yeah but then it literally the next scene is him apologizing because comey yes. starts crying again <laughs> yes <laughs> and so, it's just like it's you know it's that it's whole so steve thing again and i do i love it I yeah love it. and the, i and i know that like the actual things that happen in, in this mission are so irrelevant but the way that they're able to kind of d- dictate this comedy and to treat it like an actual funny bit they do a really good job with it yeah i feel like comey's a a very good like they do the it's medium very aware. of uh, yeah it's very aware it's, it makes yourself i mean it goes over a lot of the anime tropes and kind of like, and then life tropes. Like it kind of does this thing where it balances both like the humor of our world and like what you kind of just see in anime. So yeah, and, but that that that's mission twenty nine. Yeah, mission yeah. thirty, baby. But it's not mission thirty, which is one of the funnier. Uh, it's this I guess one it's is pretty well, meta. This right? one is. I wanted. I could not wait to talk to you because this, this is a weird one, but so it's also really it good. We, oh, God. but it's so weird. The the kind of analogies or the kind of real yeah. So this one's um, it's just a game, yep. right? Is that yep. what it's called? Uh-huh. I didn't write them down. I just it's, wrote. It's it's about video games or it's just a game or something like that. And it's supposed to call me at home. She gets a, a text from Najimi, or not from Najimi, uh, from Nakanaka. Nakanaka is that her name? Nakanaka. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. Nakanaka, who is our one-eyed, fan- one-eyed fantasy chick, who is way too into her own fantasy world, mm-hmm. um, but she invites Comey over to hang out. Or the maybe games. we're not enough into our own fantasy. Possibly, yeah. I um, 
Whoa, shit. Uh, I think that's probably fair. Also, probably not because we're probably also way too into Shut it. Shut up, you fucking demon lord. I'm going to use my magic on your dick. I'm going to dick. Okay. <laughs> so she invites Comey over. Naka Naka invites Comey over. Uh, and. Naka Naka is a super nerd, as if no one knew this from the last time we, we in, in the dodgeball arena when we met her. She's, yeah, I don't think you're allowed to say that word. Super nerd? Nerd. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I should just go past the boundary at this point. I should cross the line real hard right now. Cross the line. What are you going to say? Say something really inoffensive or not PC, but I'm okay. going to not do that. So well, why? What is even is? Okay. You so can tell me invites here. Naka Naka over and uh, essentially has her come over to play some video games. Yeah, uh, and the video game that they decide to make for this world is called Swamp Bros. Um, Swamp Bros, which is obviously a knockoff of Smash Bros. Yes, and there's even a lot of like character art of this video Bro. game they show. So this is what I want to talk this about. Is weird, dude. They do this whole thing where it is a fighting. Like, like you know, Tadano is trying to teach Komi how to play this game. But while well, we, haven't, Naka we, haven't, Naka, we don't have Tadano over here yet. Well, they don't play the video games till everyone's over, bitch. No, it's initially they're playing games with just Naka Naka and Yeah, I know, but it's not Swamp Bros. They're not playing Swamp Bros. Isn't it? No, they play Swamp Bros. when oh, all four of them. Well, okay, eventually, She's telling okay, about this sorry. amazing, crazy video game that Komi just doesn't understand. So then eventually, so then it's awkward because they, they have nothing in common. So then um, Naka Naka invites Najimi, who also brings Tadano. And then we have Swamp Bros. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is a weird thing because there's like, it's just characters in leotards kind of, but they all look like Mario and Wario. So it's like Mario, <coughs> Mario, like, well, I, I feel like it was Luigi. Yeah, it's but weird. It's blue. It's and then weird. it's Princess Zelda of all people. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah. Peach. And then it's, uh, and then it's Yoshi. <laughs> Tadano is Yoshi. Uh, Nakanaka cl- is uh, Luigi. Uh Nashimi is Wari or Mario. Yeah. And then uh, uh, uh Komi the, is Zelda. The stand the stand or Zelda. The, yeah, like Zelda. What, the, it, yeah. what did I say before? Please don't kill Peach. me. No, you said Princess no, Zelda. No, no, no. I think I said like Princess I, I said Zelda. Zelda's a nerd, guys. Get Zelda. Over it. Zelda is a princess. I don't need to say Princess Zelda is this is Zelda, but whatever. Princess Zelda. Fuck off. Zelda's a princess. Yeah. It's yep. Uh, princess uh and so they start playing and animation is dope for this it is it's, it's this whole thing where najami is trying to get to komi and just fighting and we see uh naka naka step in front with her character and just have this they have this like confrontation where they're fighting each other and i guess in real life we learn that najami is actually really good at this game and naka naka has been trying to beat najami uh and they just go all out against each other. Meanwhile, <laughs> Tadano and Komi. Komi uh, doesn't know how to play. And Tadano is trying to walk her down, and <laughs> she like falls into a mud pit. And then, and like he's like kind of teaching her how to do stuff, and she's like beating him up while he's like press this to hit, and like you know, and she's like I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, that's kind of the game. Like you don't have to be sorry. And then press this to shake he, the mud yeah, off. Yeah, she the sh- shakes the mud off. It gets into the Najmi character's eyes, which is kind of a funny thing. And in the middle of this huge epic battle that they're like animating. Because Najimi and like uh Nakanaka are going at it. They're going hard. at it. Uh and then the eye get or the mud gets in the eye of Najimi's character and then Nakanaka just beats them. 
And then it's like, I win. And like, it's this huge thing where uh, Nakanako just feels this sense of accomplishment. Uh, and Najimi and her kind of get into like a, well, it was the formality because of blah, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah it's it, it was just like a cute, fun thing. It, dude, it reminded me a lot of when we played Smash. Like, I suck, uh, dude, I suck ass at Smash. I but, dearly miss those nights when we would play at Ryan's house. Yeah, or just video yeah. games in general. He doesn't have yeah. Smash, but just like, dude, all the video games we would play, GoldenEye, baby. Oh, and then Nintendo dude, was like Nightfire again? Uh, Nightfire, that's what it was, GameCube. Oh, that was classic, huh? Nightfire is the best. Yeah, I wonder how much a copy of that goes for. I don't know, man, I'll but I would up. love an emulator of it. It's easy to get. It's just getting local four players on it. No, I could just play it by myself. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> NBCs. Odd they job. do have NBCs on that. Yeah. Odd I job just with a hat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, because you could turn NBC on like they would like almost one tap you, which yeah, is almost absolutely hard, which is pretty stupid. Yeah, um, definitely. But hey, if you can win, you gangster. Love man. 007. Do I miss 007 games? Yeah, you just got to find a good Game Boy Advance. Or I mean, Game Boy, Game Game Boy Game Advance. Cube, GameCube. I got like three GameCubes, dude. Give me one. No. Okay. Um, well, I'll let you borrow one. I just don't want you to play on it. <laughs> this is a conversation we can have bullet off air. Front, bullet front. Bullet front. I don't. Bullet Storm? Yeah. That's a PS4 game. No, well, PS3 game and PS4 now. But yeah. And Whatever. PC. Whatever. So Comey's playing. Okay, fine. You want to get off yeah, back to this I do. bullshit. So that's it. <laughs> no, just... that's that's how the episode ends. That's how that sorry, not the episode. That mission ends that that's way. That's how though. that mission ends, yeah. Is them is Najimi getting beaten by uh Nakanaka and Nakanaka being very proud. Uh mission thirty one. Najimi calls Comey. Um Yeah, for uh, to be to help in their to help part-time her with job. Because someone else fell is through. Is that weird? Is that it like is a, very weird. I feel like in America that, that would never happen. Doesn't like work. I wouldn't be allowed to fucking go and work at like Jack in the Box if like a boy of well, ours was like that's because we have the EES and the W nines and the IRS. Mm. They don't have that? I don't know. I don't know Japan's economic Because honestly, I'll fucking dip piece of shit ass I don't, stupid ass you know it's like other countries country. are nowhere near as ridiculous about reporting wages um i guess europe's probably similar but like california is really hyper intensive about, about reporting wages fuck um, you california and so is europe and so is some other parts in other places say, fuck you, San Diego. But like I, I don't know what japan's like i don't have the yeah. i don't have the knowledge yeah to, we don't to know respond to that so i can't but that's fair that's all good. i know thank is you. that thank you for not responding if you don't know yeah najimi uh needs Extra workers to help yep. Najimi finish the task, but needs to be Which is passing out tissues. 5,000 yep. tissues. Prepackaged tissues on the what street. What happens if you don't pass them all out? I don't know. What does happen, Joel? Do you, do you think that you have to pay for them yourself out Maybe. of your paycheck? Is that really what happens? I mean, that sounds... No. Is that what Najimi said? No, I didn't hear that. I just am assuming that okay. there, there could be something like that. Well, either way, yikes. Yeah. Uh, so... Now Jimmy calls out Comey yeah. to help uh, to help pass out these dumbass tissues, and so they do. Yeah, and so so Comey is kind of by herself. There's three of them total, right? Yeah. So there's there's Najimi, there's Comey, and then there's this person in a I, in I, a bear I, suit. Is it a bear or a bun, giant bunny? I I think it's a bear. Okay. Yeah. It looks you're, like it's a, a bear. you're right. It's a bear. It's like a bear suit, like a mascot. It's like a polar bear almost. Yeah, and it's yeah, it is all white fur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like 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 pale white, pearl white fur. For, and they're all passing stuff out, and Comey's having a really hard time passing out tissues because she's so afraid, and people aren't 
Yeah. Faking it. But people are like looking at her being like, oh, she's so pretty. Is she handing out t- tissues? I would totally take one. Oh, is she just standing there? I don't know what to, you know. Like, yeah. We go so and Comey's take- awkwardness yeah. is also like a turn off. <laughs> yeah, right. And then we get a, but then we get a cutaway to a woman who like really needs a tissue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like her thing is she needs a tissue. And I was, I laughed really hard at this as I was like. I mean, have you ever been in a situation, not, not that you need like a tissue, but you're like, I'm so hungry. I need food. And then you find like the the people like I, I think of Costco right for like samples. You're like, oh sweet, finally here's some food. Oh, can I have another one? You know, like, you yeah, know, yeah. like just stuff like that where you like you need you feel like you need something. That's a possibility. Yes, I could. I've I've been there before. Yeah. Um, I thought this was hilarious to do a cutaway so of a person who needed a tissue though. Like, yeah, that was their specific need. Yeah, honestly, um, well again, different culture, right? Sure. So the, sure. It, it's, not, it's not like, like totally. I, honestly, you know what? I've sneezed in public. Like just bloof, everywhere, all over, everything. Can't do that now. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna do it. COVID kills. Yeah, it That's does. A COVID kill murder kills. COVID. What um, are you saying? What's up, dog? What's up? So she does that. Uh, eventually, though, like once this lady gets Comey's <laughs> tissues, because she approaches Comey and tries to get the tissue, like she needs it, right? Yeah. Uh, Comey becomes the hot ticket item. Yeah. Like everyone wants everyone tissues wants from Comey. Tissue. Uh, and so Comey is able to basically get rid of all the tissues. Yeah. Pretty easily too. Except for one box. Except for one box. That a bear finds. The bear finds. And then we end up panning into the bear suit. And who who is is it? it? Oh, me? You're asking me? I know, I'll say it. What's the full name? Full name, full name. Ready? ready? First name? Nope. Nope. What's the first name? No, it's a hard one. First, last name? I don't know. What's his first name? His... It is an age. Hito Hito. Oh. I call him. Hey, I'm not close enough to call him that. So, I don't know, baby. T-Dog. And that's episode mission 31. And then we're on mission 32 after that. Yes, we are. This one's, again, this kind of cements the tone of this episode being kind of inconsequential right yeah. maybe it's a lot of a lot of light episodes like old cop right right okay so that was a nad pod reference thanks for wait my, say it one more time i said kept it light like old pot old cob oh like keep it light old keep, it light. Keep, keep it light, light. Old i can't i fucking keep it light old cob they do you did it do it one more time keep it light old cob there you go that's yeah. closer than what i was doing keep it light Keep in light, Daddy. Anyways, this ep- this last mission is uh, is t- is Tadano walking into the classroom and Comey's there. She was there early. Yeah. He sits down and Comey notices that there is a grain or a sesame seed or something on his face. Right. I think right. it's a sesame seed, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, is she, again, perfect comedy. Too, too afraid to say anything, right? Right. It's like that like going back and forth. Like, if I say something, like, he yeah. get defended. But at the same time, it would it, it could be good, and maybe someone else makes fun of him for it. You know, yeah. So it's like a solid like a minute of just internal debate back and forth. I feel like right, and then and then Najimi walks in. Yeah, right. Najimi has a seat on his face too. Yeah, and then Agari walks in. Agari's got a seat too, and then Yamai walks in, and then Yamada, and then uh, Nakanaka, and everyone has a seat on their face, and then it turns out this is Komi's nightmare. Where yeah. she has to tell someone that there's something on their face. Yeah. And it's too hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's her nightmare. That was her nightmare. 
That's nightmare, I, nightmare, 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 nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> uh, so then actual school starts in real time now. And we go to school and Comey walks in and she's, or sorry, Comey's already sitting at her desk and then Tadano walks in and he has a sesame seed on his face in real yeah. life too. Yeah, in real life. <laughs> or is it a dream? Yes. Uh, Are we all in a dream? Yeah, but then we kind of just move on to the day and Comey um, just looks at Tadano and says, or she writes down and she's, uh, well, so Tadano interacts with Najimi. Right. And uses the word Najimi. Mm-hmm. The name Najimi, which is Najimi's first name. Right. And so T- Comey's like, call me by my first name too. She writes yeah. it on her book and says, Tadano, call me by my first name too. Yeah. And uh, Tadano. I goes, thought this was really cute. I thought it was so cute. And so Najimi goes, oh, Shoko, you know, I can call you that. That's easy. Yeah. And then <laughs> there's this moment where she's like, okay, Tadano, your turn, you know? It's like, your turn. well, no, he can't, he doesn't say the word. You try and say he it. He doesn't and say it. So, sh- so the, the music goes out. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, show. Show, 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 me, son. Yeah, <laughs> and then it says Comey. Yeah, and can't say it. And it's yeah. kind of like really cute, but also like, You're come right. on, man, you could have made her. But because well, like Comey gets disappointed, but then then Najmi says, "Okay, Comey, like if he can't say it, then why don't you say his Isn't first it? name if you want him to?" And then you know, Tano's like, "Well, don't make her do it." And she's like, "Hey, she started it." And so, and then it's literally just Komi trying to say his first name, and Which she gets Hito. Hito was way harder than oh, Shoko. Hito, yeah, it is Hito. He and then he, she can't do it. And, and then and Najimi even says that's a bit of a harder name to say than Komi yeah. than Shoko. Yeah. Uh, and then Najimi goes, "Hey, Tadano, you got something on your face." Yeah, yeah. And then it says Najimi can do all everything that they couldn't do. Yes. <laughs> and then it just ends. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode, honestly. There's no post credit scene, is there? Oh, no. I looked and I, I couldn't find one okay. that was worth it. Well, yeah. We'll always own up to that if we don't remember it. So we'll get, talk about it next week if that's it. Um, yeah, this is an interesting batch of episodes this week. I think I was hotter and colder than I was last week. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, I was, I was happy last week. And then there are other episodes this week where I was like, this is better than last week. But then there are worse episodes where I'm like, this is, whoa, this is rough. Yeah. So if you had to rank them, what would you rank it? Oh, the, the bottom is Platinum End. And then <laughs> I think I would still put um, uh, Miracle Chant at number four because I wasn't happy with that ending. Mm-hmm. I thought it was too much of a cliffhanger and enough resolution. And then I would probably put, so I have Demon, Sl- uh, Demon Slayer there. And then far away, and then Comey. Okay. No, far away most, then Comey. Okay. So so um so, from one to five, far away, Comey, Demon Slayer, Mirko, Platinum End. Gotcha. How about you? Um, you're gonna laugh, but uh, from one to five. No, I if, if we have a wildly different it's opinion, it's completely it's almost opposite. I love that so much. So Mirko Chan so cool. was number one for me. Okay. Um. I I lo- I did like the way that it ended, and it made me personally want more. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, two was platinum end because I, and this is why, I am with you on if they can't really pull it together soon, I'm gonna be over it. You, but, but but if you but put there it is two, it sounds like you believe they can. There's just a piece of me that wants to. I, I enjoy the characters and the story enough to where I'm like, I'm curious. You know what I mean? Like, like, sure. and we've invested. I feel like there's times where you just invest uh, in, in this kind of stuff, and you're like, I want it to be good. So that's kind of in my mindset. I just want it I to mean, be good. I don't want it to be bad. It's not, <clears throat> but I, you know, it's just. But this is why it's too, and it's it's selfish. 
the family got rescued and their okay. plan worked and there is this sense of accomplishment that is there that again they do breeze over but 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 in real life you'd have to you just say this amazing thing and then like there's villains in front of you like you can't just stop and celebrate you have to fight i don't so, disagree with that at all i think you're right about that so i i, I yeah. still go sloppy how it executed this though yeah executed this actual like like, like it still feels like the actual execute the actual execution of this anime is like not there like it's it's pretty piss poor in a lot of ways yeah i i lie actually I did a lie a little bit. Demon Slayers two. Okay. So it'd be Miracle, Demon Slayer, Platinum, and then it would be Comey, and then oh no no I would reverse it. I think Comey's last this week. It's honestly the Comey episode being very. But you had it first. That's crazy. Me? Yeah. I moved it to third or second, but. Oh okay. It's 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 uh, Demon Slayer and Comey are kind of interchangeable. First is. First is wait what did I put it first? I thought oh. you put Comey at first. Shit. I think he put Comey. I think I did. I think you did. I think you did both Comey and then Far Away and then Demon Slayer and then uh, no, Miracle. No, I did, I did Far Away then, first, I think, actually. Okay, maybe it was Far Away first. Yeah, which is weird for me because I didn't think I put Far Away first. It is my enemy I chose, but uh, Far Away, I thought I was very impressed with the way, with the with the delicacy and the actual delivery of everything. It felt right. good timing. Yeah. I also really am enjoying the Far Away Paladin soundtrack yeah. a fair amount. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty good. Um. And and Comey was good. It just was very safe, right? You know, it was just it, it played its it hung its laurels and the things it's good at, which is that comedy pacing and characterization. You know, just being well done. But it wasn't it wasn't furthering the story at all, which is why I don't think I can put it number one. Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. And Demon Slayer is good too. I mean, Demon Slayer is exciting because I'd love to see more Muzan. Yeah. And Doki got her got her kind of real re- reveal. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's cool. But for the last two, for uh, Miracle Chan and um, Platinum End, it was just done. They didn't do it for me. They just yeah. didn't. They really didn't, man. There was. It's okay. You're allowed yeah. to have that opinion, bro. Um, I don't know if you let me finish or not. I can't remember. So I'm just going to say. How about you time. forget your opinion? Just let. Well, Miracle Chan number <laughs> one for me, motherfucker. So, so you said Miracle Chan number two is with Demon Slayer? Demon Slayer three is. Comey? Uh, uh, or is it. Platinum End. I think it's... You really liked Platinum End. You did. Yeah, I think it's Platinum End. And then I think it's Comey and then... And then Far Away. away. But but for you, it feels like you liked them all. Uh, Yeah, I did like them all. Yeah. This week was not a week where I was like, wow, this sucks. You know, I I enjoyed it. Um, I will say that maybe maybe I should put Platinum End at the end, even though I liked it the most, because it did have... The least amount of um, if I had to give it a like construction, if I had to give it a or, one to ten rating, I'd probably give it a five or a six for this episode. Yeah, like it was in the middle of the road. Like I didn't yeah. hate it, I didn't love it. I I did like the mm. way, like it, it made me feel tense, and I I know that it was kind of stupid, but I loved that uh you know Metropolitan had like men and women that were like on his side like he had like people i did too i just wish they weren't all so fucking lame yeah i get it i get it the kid is super interesting to me personally i'm like i I don't know yeah like what is his power does he even have anything like what is his power why is is he wings? well no why is he there well i I, you know what i mean what makes him special right yeah why would he so we have a bioterrorist we have a guns expert and then we had and who's he yeah yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm curious of his story. So that we'll see what's up. I mean, I'm curious of it too. I just I imagine it'll be as stupid and dumb as freaking a bioterrorist in the team with huge boobs that has that's wearing a like a like a leather leotard 
for some reason. Yeah, wouldn't you though? No, I would. What? Why not? No, because you're a dude. Yeah, but it'd be cool. <laughs> you don't yeah. wear. You've never worn a leather leotard. Leather leotard. It'd be pretty hot. Hey guys, Back in the up, comments, no, let dude, me know dude, if you need me to wear off, a leotard. Joel. No way, dude. No. Pay no. me and I'll wear one. Nah. You know, pay me and I'll wear one is not an appropriate answer to anything. It is. <laughs> and, hey, and guys, for fans, if you want me to wear anything, you pay for it. I'll wear it. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> it's just me, dude. I, I uh, yeah, I. Money. I don't know where we were. All I wanted to say is that we were ranking. Yeah, I think if I was to give platinum in a rating, it'd be a five or a six out of ten, like five and a half, five or or a six. Uh, but I, I would give Comey a seven to be in the middle of the road and to be the average, right? Yeah. And I'd give freaking Demon Slayer a seven and a half, you know, because it was just it was a tease almost. Totally. Um, but far away, I give like an eight and a half because it was felt like it was a good episode. I just really hope. I, here's my fear, Joel. I really hope far away doesn't end on a shit note. I'm worried that it might. And I'm exactly, and I have the expert. I have the fear that it really might go there. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like. like that's, how, that's how it feels like they're treating the show. It does feel like that. So I hope next week when we come back that I am proven wrong. But we will see. Um, I'm not sure how. I'm I'm honestly. You'd probably give far away like a, a six and a half or seven out of ten. huh? I, I mean, at this very second, I think that I would give it. It's not done much for you. Um. I mean, I give it like a six. I loved the intro. I loved the beginning, like four episodes. With but then, Blood and Mary? Yeah, with Blood and Mary. I, I do and enjoy that. Mary. I mean, I'll be real. I like this world. I do like that he's not like necessarily like an OP. Well, he is. He's an OP, like Isekai guy. But he's maybe in a different way. Whereas like, like you know, the slime first episode, he inhales a whole dragon, which makes him pretty much... Im- impossible to kill like you know there's like all this stuff where a lot of isekai is the the people are overpowered they come as the whole trope too with extra knowledge yeah which again this will does but it's like very human knowledge you know what i mean it's also not like uh, it's like like, i want to respect people i want to love people so i'm gonna work hard and like because he's 30 years old he can understand words it's not like some Ooh. superpower. He just understands the words at a young age. He, he, you know, yeah. <laughs> so like that's he, what makes him superpower to to us and to other people. It's like he's just a genius. That's why I kind of liked him. Is he he his isekai advantage is that he just has the knowledge, yeah, or the maturity, the, the extra fifteen years of maturity, right? Um, to to grasp things better than a, a normal fifteen year old would. It's not like he's super strong because of his Easter kindness. He's just very mature and was able to grasp like, Hey, I got to take this seriously early on. You know, I like okay. when I'm the age of four, I better start training. And like he had the maturity to understand that cause he was technically 19 at that point. Right. So I, I like that in terms of, of East, of how this East guy's dealing with it. I, I think it's a kind of a fun opinion to say that that's his, that's his benefit. Yeah. Three zero sure. was, was a respawn. Like he could respawn, but he was just a normal kid. When it came to the right, like, a, honestly, a bitch. Subaru is kind of rough. Yeah, but I love him. I do too. It took me a bit. I want him to side with the evil witches. Satella. <laughs> just yeah, well, yeah, well, somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so, okay, but yeah, okay. Sorry, we're, we're we're rambling now. Um, Thunder Goose podcast. This is us. This is us. That's yeah. our five episode six, I guess, this week if we want to count the twice for the Miracle Chan. Yeah. 
Uh, we will figure out a way to close out Miracle Chan, whether it's through a YouTube video or it's through a podcast well, no, discussion. We, we've done this before. So the idea is... Oh, we, sorry. We, we have done this for you, right? Yeah, Go yeah. Because so think of like uh, our review for, um, you know, the last four, like Cowboy Bebop and all that kind of stuff, right? Like it would be that. So we would record ourselves and then that would be the episode. Mm-hmm. Or the portion of the episode now yeah. that we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we used to do single episodes of it. But yeah, so that that, that would be, you know, 18, 20 minutes on, on Miracle Chan and kind of like what our final thoughts were, what yeah. we're excited for. Maybe not like spoilers, but just like, okay, like this is how much the manga is and like like how many chapters and yada, yada. We, we can... You know, overall impressions and future expectations. Yeah, yeah I imagine... Exactly. Mirko Chan seemed to get some pretty decent popularity over Dude, the last. I few. hope. I think. Don't call me on this, but I think that it did get greenlit for, for season, season two, two. Yeah. and I would be happy to have it to see another twenty six episodes. Yeah, I mean, we eight, might not. This is the thing of the show. We might not cover it, but I would love to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really we're would more, we're more. trying to figure out even ourselves, but we're trying to find new animes. Usually, season one. Um, Demon Slayer, I think we're just doing it because it's we really want an excuse right to now. watch Demon Slayer and we love it. So. It's also like one of the biggest animes in the world right it now. It is one so. of the biggest animes in the world. It's like might as well graft on to the uh, actual popularity yeah, of it. Yeah, let's get a little of that popularity. But also Joel and I just loved it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can reach us uh, all over the world wide web. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can. Thunder Goose. Uh, Thundergoosepodcast.org. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Instagram, we're at Thunder Goose Podcast. Thunder Goose Podcast. You know, pretty and easy to find. We, we are on Twitter. We'd never use it, but it's Thunder Goose Pod. We're not political enough for Twitter. Yeah. That's not true. You could be. No, I really couldn't. <laughs> it's not, no. I mean, we could yell at stuff, but then that's, we're going to get, we're gonna lose our really, jobs. All Twitter is is being a shithead to other people. That's literally it. Yeah, it's not great. It's not, we like that. We like the Instagram life. We're chill a as lot hell. More. We're chill. We're chill as hell, dude. You can rate uh, us, please, uh, on five stars on Spotify. This is uh, a new thing. This is a big thing. Yeah. Big thing. Big news. Big news. Please. You can rate on Spotify five stars. You please. Will, you will have heard this before because I'm going to be putting a little thing in the intro. But please, if you haven't, um, just rank us them five stars. I mean, whatever you want to. We don't. I don't want to force you to do the five star. But if you love us, you want to support us. The best way to do it is to make us more known, so that way we can continue to grow. Because the more that we grow, the more time you know we'll be able to put into this. You know. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. So. I mean, ultimately, the five stars reviews, five star reviews are like, yeah. However, you feel like you need to critique us, go ahead and and, and you know do that. Spotify will is just stars you know, though. There's you can't say but, shit about it. If you wanna, if you wanna tell us that we yeah. suck, go to iTunes and rate us. But tell us we suck for Spotify. Like just just review us period like four or five stars four stars three stars we just need we need that traffic and whatever you guys feel is appropriate rate us if you don't like us at all and somehow you made it to the end of the podcast then yeah rate us low which i doubt you did but i, I doubt if you don't like us that you made it this far so give us five stars if you made it this far if you're hearing this that's a very rambling and confusing way of getting to this point period. i've been playing a lot of monster hunters <laughs> Sorry. And with that, we out. Yeah, we'll we see out, you bitches. next week. Thank you so much for tagging along. And sorry we got a little bit of sloppy. Uh we won't 
do that. We we haven't we're seen chilling. each other in a while, and uh, we've also we're also in a, a garage week. at this moment. We're barely in a place that's feasible yeah. for recording. We're sitting in camping chairs, and um, it's amazing. And uh, dinner table trays. Yeah. So, yeah, we're having a good time, but also. But hey, we love you. Not the best week for us. We'll have better. We'll be fine. Yeah. No, we're fine. Next week will be great. This week was great too. Yeah. Yeah. Every week's great. But till next week, bitches. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>